to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast. I listen because Rod and Karen are hot. Mmm. A coworker in your office may say, Girl, that's a really nice outfit. It looks really good on you. And you think to yourself, She never said anything about my outfit before. Even when I had that blue one on, that looks better. Does she really mean that? Is she just trying to be shady? Is there something wrong with my skirt? You might pull on it yourself consciously at this point. Well, you think. She shouldn't wear those stripes because they just don't look good on her. What time is it anyway? I'm not looking forward to this meeting I have later and on and on and on. Did you see what happened? In the course of what we consider our normal harmless mind chatter, we question someone's good intentions. We reveal our personal anxiety and self-consciousness about our own appearance. We enter groundless suspicions based on self-doubt we pass judgment on other people to deflect our own issues because this makes us feel safer than paying attention to ourselves we hide our insecurities by focusing outside on other people rather than on inside we begin to believe our thoughts just because we gave them a voice inside our heads even though that's where they were manufactured to begin with then right away we cover it all up with idle chatter it's bad enough that we give an audience to these self-perpetuated negative thoughts but it's even worse when we don't acknowledge them every time we carry on harmful self-talk we allow negativity to find a home and settle into a place in our hearts this negative thinking is exactly what shuts us down and cuts us off leaving us less able to be open to everyone and everything around us and because we aren't paying attention when it happens we don't even know how it got that way we just wake up and find ourselves closed up and gripping tightly to all those negative thoughts hey welcome to the blackout test podcast i'm your host rod joined as always by my co-host karen and we are live on a tuesday ready to do some podcasting find us on itunes stitcher podomatic wherever you get podcasts spotify google play just check us out leave us five star reviews the official weapon of the show is the taser an unofficial sport bullet ball and bullet ball extreme uh and today's podcast just brought to you by us okay y'all we here um <laughs> we showed it's up. brought to you by bliss body watches okay looking at the time come on what time is it's it it's eight o'clock on the dot okay i can see on my black black odyssey bliss body watch um which you can get for 15 percent off using the black guy who tells 15 okay um anyway uh that excerpt is from being black um uh, which is a book i've been talking about a lot lately uh by angel kyoto williams and uh is of course the subtitle is zen and the art of living with fearlessness and grace um but that's uh a part where they're described what she's describing um right thought i believe is what it's called and right right thinking or clean thinking is what you know like she tries to say like don't think of it as right as incorrect but as in clean like um not a lot of excess on it you know the same way like i don't know meat might be 99 percent grass-fed blah 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 you know like you just want to make your you know make it pure like you're thinking pure and in that case she's describing like how we take uh our own insecurities and inject them into conversations and interactions and a lot of times we um imply things that people either don't mean or we uh put things into um into a situation that don't belong and then you can actually trip yourself up because you can decide that 
this person meant something in a negative way when you don't have any evidence that that's what they meant um you can decide that um uh you can decide to take offense to something that may or may not be offensive and i think it's very hard for people to to do that you know a lot of times because there's pressure i think now especially there's a lot of pressure to be offended by shit like there's a lot more pressure to they have go, you ain't mad you be like no sometimes i feel like particularly online mm-hmm. it's so much anger that people act like there's something wrong with you for not being mad and not being upset and not being outraged and not wanting to burn everything around you fucking down i'm like i understand the anger but i ain't that mad y'all well our language you know a lot of the language now trauma abuse violence microaggression uh this like while they are descriptors of things that have taken place and gone ignored i think to some extent they sometimes they become ways to insert conflict ways to insert a victor and a victim a bully and a and a abused person as opposed to we are experiencing conflict it becomes a uh how do i use the right language to make myself the aggrieved party and the other person the bad person and there's an incentive to do that now right yes, because yes. when i go tell this story to other people i kind of minimize my own participation in the shit so i don't have to be like yeah i i i walked in and i said you're looking fat in that dress and she said to me you know uh shut your black ass up and uh and then i can go and be like they she called me black as an insult that's the microaggressions i'm talking about and leave out that i called the person fat in the dress or whatever you know what i mean like and that's the kind of thing i think we've been kind of persuaded to be that way already um and then also in general i think we've been persuaded to you know not give people the benefit of doubt to people are tired of giving people the benefit of doubt i I don't blame them but we've all i think it's gone a little it can go a little bit so presumptive that it actually affects our mood because now you're walking around on edge looking for every slight hope not hoping as in a positive way but like hoping as in a this is like it's, it's it's i wish a nigga would it's mm-hmm. i wish a nigga would mm-hmm. all the time all the time and i think i think for me i gotta say this i try my best and i'm not perfect but i try my best to take what most people say on face value so if somebody say you're dressed little nice i go okay and i'll just keep it pushing like i don't get inside i try my best not to get inside my own mind regardless of who it's coming from you know because i'm i compliment people and when I come, I mean it like, oh girl, you look good in that dress. And I'll just keep it trucking. It's not coming from, and because I don't think like that, I don't, those things don't actually cross my mind. And also for me, because my mama and I love her, but she's the type of person that would do th- that shit right there. When she'll do, she'll do shit, it will cause a response. But when she tells the story, the story is not a complete story. The story is a partial story. And I've been the victim of her telling partial stories to everybody but me. Mm-hmm. And that infuriates me. And so because I know how that feels, I don't do that. Right. And I remember one time you were at work and you said baby to somebody. You say baby to everybody just about. Mm-hmm. But how she like took offense to it and like straightened you out or whatever. And it was interesting because our audience was you know of course on your side because they're very much like we love karen karen says baby all the time we know she doesn't mean anything by it 
and you know i was i was like but i can see why someone at work may feel differently and how different women have different relationships with that word you know um jay from t with queen and jay does not like to be called a lady period right now most people have not run into a person that would get offended by being called a lady so you know that it's definitely an uphill battle you're gonna have a lot of people calling you you know lady and you have to correct them or choose to correct them or whatever you know fuck up the vibe don't fuck up the vibe your vibe is fucked up like you but it's like a thing that you have that that at this point she's internalized so it's it's like she had this is her environment now like Mm -hmm. this so there are people that feel that way and it's much more popular to feel that way for women especially about baby sweetheart sugar stuff like that that you know as far as she was concerned it didn't matter what your intentions were i you said baby and i'm gonna be offended i think the deeper level of that um and it's why i feel that intent does matter the deeper level of that is what am i feeling inside that has determined that these predetermined actions will be consumed as an attack or and then impeding upon my personhood you see what i'm saying like what lines do have i decided to draw myself because those are boundaries that i created right those are rules that i've created that i've decided i will but like there's a process to it and that's what the book is kind of breaking down is that process of when when are we choosing that you know when are we deciding that you know these things and it kind of it kind of intersects with conflict is not abuse because in that scenario i have picked that if you say this thing to me i will i because of the trauma i've experienced in my life i am leading with that so if i don't feel comfortable about my body and you say nice shirt and i decide to internalize that as you know an attack on my body an attack on my shirt whatever like a personalized thing and then it doesn't matter what you meant i have created my own reality and now i'm working on my with my reality fuck what just happened so um it's it's just interesting to think of it in that way because you can't really control other people but you can control your reactions to shit you can control how you think about stuff you can control how you receive things all of that stuff um we all react to stimuli you know um and on a deeper level if you have trauma around something you can kind of you can deal with your trauma you know what i'm saying because i think one thing we are no longer encouraging is for people to deal with their trauma you know what i mean before trying to just keep going on like we keep talking about you know people don't get to be soft they don't get to be black people never get to they always got to be hard it's like that's we get to decide if that if that's true for us right like society doesn't get to decide if that's true for us we get to decide we decide hey i'm not moving on from this moment until i feel like i have gotten back to a healthy equilibrium that that's a thing we decide to pull in or out of life on you know whichever sacrifices we want to make you know not saying it'll be easy but if it's a therapy situation if it's a um counseling situation if it's just a i need a mental break and i can't you know until i've resolved this trauma i can't fucking do this job or i can't be around this person and things like that i think we've gotten to a point now where people lead with their trauma they never have to reconcile it and then we they're always constantly being re-traumatized because they've decided that i'm going to step back into this world a world that does not recognize or understand 
every single individual's you know things they've decided to be back out there and once you're back out there you're constantly in that same cycle and so maybe people are addicted to the cycle maybe they like mm-hmm. the cycle mm-hmm. i don't know but it's like that you're constantly going back to the same thing as opposed to being like how do i deal with my end of this so that when you tell me i have a nice dress on i don't there is no other thing for me to be like and that and now you're a bitch you know what i mean it's like Mm -hmm. boom and and i think that um because we live in a society where people tell you it's okay not to address your own personal issues and the thing is it's okay to feel these things it's okay to be mad it's the emotions themselves are okay and because particularly with women black women in particularly we live in society where the world has told us our, our feelings and our opinions and shit don't matter and so the internet is actually the opposite of that the internet allows us a space to express ourselves literally for the very first time and you have to hear it you can't shut doors in our face you can't walk away you can't punch us in the face and beat us you can't harass us away you have to look us in the face and deal with whatever pain we are pouring out online like you have to Mm -hmm. um you know uh because in reality most women they 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 kind of shun away go away go to a dark place their closet wherever their spot is to deal with it but online is the opposite of that and so because it's the opposite of that which is fine but the the trauma still needs to be addressed but the trauma isn't addressed and because the trauma isn't addressed just like any other group you get enough of a collective of people together their reality is right and that's very dangerous because now you have a lot of hurt people men and women but i'm talking about particularly black women Mm -hmm. on the internet that have been hurt in a variety of different ways these issues have not been addressed a lot of them are not looking for help actually don't want help because it's an addiction the internet is designed to reward that behavior and it's and and, and it's designed to escalate and push that behavior across online and so unless you are aware of it and unless you have uh like real life friends in your real everyday life they see you posting stuff online that can pull you to the side and be like hey you know are you okay and the thing is excuse me sometimes these people have those people they ignore them and that's something people have to admit too you ain't got no friends a lot of times they do they just choose to ignore them and that's a true statement also that people have a tendency to forget Mm -hmm. and i think for me like i said i try my best not to take things personally i try my best to um and i've learned this over the years particularly when it comes to work and working environments i've learned and it's very it's something you have to train yourself to do sometimes uh people will talk to you crazy people will say things to you and a lot of times it's not even what they're saying is how they say it that sparks the response out of you that causes you to respond in a negative or and or positive way Mm -hmm. but it's up to you into how you respond because at my old job i had a particular employee she she knew her job but she didn't know how to fucking talk to nobody Mm -hmm. and so uh people would be scared to go to her ask her questions things like that but over the years i got to the point where i was like oh baby like 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 my mom used to say me 
i didn't fuck your man i didn't piss in your cereal fuck your attitude so when i would go to her and ask her a question you get add to i just sit there and stare at her let her get her thoughts out and then be like okay are you gonna answer my question blah 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 blah, blah. and i would force her to give me my answers but i know mm-hmm. a lot of people that's kind of against their grand but i did not take her attitude as a personal slight on me because i knew the root of the problem was somewhere else but the root of the problem was not mine to fix yeah and you can only control what you do you Correct. really can't control the other person i think a lot of people are obsessed with controlling the other people in the conflict or in the discussion or whatever um and not enough of what they can control because you know when i remember there was a dude that i was really cool with we were tight we played basketball and then one day i don't know if he's having a bad day or whatever but we was having a uh disagreement over a call and he started calling me a bitch and all this stuff and i was like it was weird because you know obviously my first reaction you get called a bitch is like what the fuck is wrong with you like you know but my but like in a split second i was able to like analyze it and just be like nah i'm not meeting him at his level and like fighting him or yelling at him or raising my voice or whatever i and i was just like yeah man um like i don't you're tripping right now just you know ball out whatever and it's like no nah, man no nah, fuck that bitch. i was like you're gonna hit me is that what you're gonna do like just i would just say it to him like that as opposed to being like whatever right and um he's a real proud dude so he never really wanted to admit that he was tripping that day and he was wrong for that shit like i really didn't do anything to deserve that oh i know what it was he thought i had called him a name and i didn't and and i was like you know me well enough to know that if i was gonna call you a name jokingly or just straight up i would just cop to it like nobody i don't know anybody in here that i'm afraid to be honest with you know what i mean so i was like why are you taking it this way and i think over time he probably felt embarrassed by that because i am a cool person he we were very very cool before this moment and for a while he didn't want to address it or apologize so i would just play basketball and justin would be like so we not playing on his team or whatever i'm like i'm not a child it doesn't matter to me if if he wants to play and we're on the same team i'm fine with that if he doesn't i was like we don't have to communicate or be best friends like to play mm-hmm. basketball together it's just mm-hmm. basketball right that's how i feel and, about work right right and so you know all that to basically a long story short is i decided how to handle that you know i decided what i can control mm-hmm. you know i could have been obsessed with and now you need to apologize and what about that shit you said or whatever and i was like but that's literally kind of still giving him power mm-hmm. and it's really taking away my own responsibility and power to myself and i think that's such a i don't want to say it in a um in a condescending way but i'll say it like as compared to myself earlier in life it's such a high level of thought it is to get to that point it's much easier to meet people where they at Mm -hmm. fight them to their face Mm -hmm. i'm petty i'm this and you don't see that you're constantly in turmoil you're constantly repeating the same cycle knowing the outcome you're constantly churning yourself up you're constantly internally thinking about this person and giving them power giving Mm -hmm. this Mm -hmm. conflict power giving as opposed to finding the peace because i think you know telling somebody fuck you from a peaceful place and telling somebody fuck you from an angry place people don't understand the subtle difference it is a but big there's difference. but but it, but inside internally what it does to your energy and your soul i think it is a huge difference to say nah fuck you but peacefully like peacefully 
fuck you i don't want to deal with you i'm not going to go into to i'm at peace with the situation i've done what i can and until you are able to achieve that if you even can we don't really have much to do or say to each other and it's also kind of confusing to those people it is they don't know how to handle it yeah a lot of times they don't understand when you're on that level of thought and you're like no i'm actually okay with this i understand your actions i understand what type of person you are i understand the things that the way you seem to think about things i don't have to share in that reality i'm choosing to opt out and you can hang out there you know yeah and also a lot of people don't realize they do this when people act ugly or the behavior is the behavior that they don't like they use that as an excuse to justify giving up the responsibility of their actions they go oh you're cutting the food yes instead of saying i am responsible for how i respond they go oh you cut a food so that actually gives me the right to be an ass because you struck first like i'm always surprised when someone says as an excuse that they were angry i shouldn't say surprised but i'm always a little uh thrown aback or disappointed or something where it was someone says they did something fucked up and it's like well i was angry because i always think to myself i get angry but that's not an excuse to do whatever the fuck i want to do i i still have a responsibility to myself and to the to to the people around me to do more than react to anger and yet that is a major function of a lot of people because society has taught people that if i am treated wrong if i am offended if you had said something to me a lot of black people are bought up in this environment mm-hmm. which is kind of dangerous that they, they, they are bought up this is why some people fight all the time they are bought up into if you say something to make me feel a certain type of way your actions have justified my actions regardless of what my actions are and i take no responsibility for what happens after that but that's not so ask the jail that got these people locked up because oh jail gonna hold you responsible somebody's gonna hold you responsible you have to hold yourself responsible before you get to that point yeah it's just weird because like even on like i'm not even talking about criminal shit just on a human being level to say i am i was angry as a way to like be mean and cruel to your partner correct as a way to like hit your children as a way to uh not do a good job at at your work to no longer take care of yourself stuff like that we have like that has become such empowered language and i think people sabotage on purpose to to then later say well i was angry you know i think that's a that's a big thing because to me your being angry doesn't say well then now you no longer are responsible Mm -mm. and the thing is uh that's why people be like well they hit first you hit back and nobody wants to hear that part of it you hit back and because you hit back now all parties are accountable and responsible people don't be wanting to hear that bullshit but but that's the truth i mean i was raised that way but also like it's it's further than just they hit first i hit back it's they hit first and i killed them you know what i right. mean like, like that's the like they hit first and then i fucking i burn their house down or something and people like pat each other on the back and because anger is the excuse you know anger is a thing and just as they could be like uh like there's this thing where they're supposed to stop after that point everything's supposed to stop you were angry you retaliated regardless if it was in kind or not 
they're supposed to go i learned my lesson my bad and it's like that's not how human beings normally work if you do something more fucked up to them then they do something even more fucked up towards you um so it just you know the book is it just has me thinking about a lot of stuff and you know uh everyone's running their own race Mm -hmm. you know so you can't really judge or come down on people too much but you know you try to vibrate with people that's already on your plane or try to affect people with your own you know energy and be like you know have you thought of looking at it this way as opposed to blank because we do choose what Mm -hmm. we take offense to you know i think and it's it's just giving me language for things i've just believed for such a long fucking time you know i remember um back when i first started listening to podcasts i listen to podcasts and sometimes it'd be a white comedian and they make a joke about race or something whether it was ironic or whatever and you know i knew black people that'd be like i can't even listen to this show they said such and such and you know i i just never felt that way i would always be like yeah like there's there's a line there are people that i just you know at some point it's like the intent and the thing like you're just like the joke isn't even funny because it's not even a, like it's adam carolla versus back then versus now where you can hear a clear difference in like adam carolla now don't like black people don't like 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 clearly got a whole bunch of racial hangups and shit and he's very overt about it it's no longer even jokes anymore it's just straight up like this is a rant about black lives matter and how much i hate them and then uh, as opposed to back then where you're like uh the joke you know he may make a joke like black people take a long time to cross the street in front of your car or something and you're like that's not to me that does not feel the same to me you know one of these intentions are is the intentions are different to me um and i think that was something that it was hard to explain to people to be like oh no i see those two things different because a lot of people just see both as the same thing Mm -hmm. and immediately jump to 10 fuck this person the racist and 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 then allow it for other people like them allow it for different groups things like that uh you know i remember my friend vic thought family guy was racist only because only whenever they made a black joke what family guy jokes on everything yeah just about and so it was just funny though that that because i think the show you can be mad at the show you can think it's offensive i Mm -hmm. I think it is intended to be offensive so it is offensive correct but for him to only be upset by the racial jokes about black people not about other races that says a lot you know so i think that was kind of uh the the that that to me is uh another part of it like the book is helping to me explain how i felt in the past where i've been like i'm choosing to to look at a holistic picture of this yeah and also i think that uh people that are in though in that turmoil and people that automatically jump some people know and some people aren't aware some people just go this is how i am right when you didn't get like that overnight there are things and walls you have put up that have caused you to get to that particular point and your behavior has been like this for so long and either no one has corrected your behavior or people who actually don't want to deal with it has just left you alone like a lot of those people are very lonely people because the average person don't want to put up with your bullshit why your marriage broke up because your husband and your wife and your kids are like uh bitch i'm tired of you what's wrong with you nigga like nobody wants to put up with that for an extensive appearance of time because truth be told it is abuse and that's something that people don't want to hear either mm-hmm. also um what do you mean it's abuse it's it it, it 
people who stay like that don't realize that their behavior can come off as abusive to other people every mm-hmm. time i say something to you i gotta deal with you going off nigga every mm-hmm. time somebody offends you or make you upset i gotta deal with you punching the wall like, i have to deal with the consequences of you not controlling your behavior i have to deal with your you have been emotionally abused everybody goes through this don't get me wrong but it comes a period of time where you have to be accountable for your actions and it comes a period of time where outside people can say i acknowledge it i exceed it i understand it but i don't have to fucking deal with it you need to go get some help and people act like people are wrong for leaving those people alone for saying that i don't i see the sea of turmoil that you're swimming in and i refuse to jump into the swim pool everybody act like everybody's obligated to deal with your bullshit they're not um Mm-hmm. also uh for me what i've realized too is that a lot of people do not have uh conflict resolution skills and a lot of people don't have de-escalate i call them de-escalation skills mm-hmm. when something happens a lot of people don't have the thing that triggers in them that goes okay let me really analyze this without my feelings without my emotions let me analyze let me let me strategically look at what's happening into in the in this room or what's happening at this moment and logically what is the best way to kind of maneuver this situation people do it all the time but people opt in and out of when they do it and when they don't do it um a lot of times people have a tendency not to do it when they think they have power over you they they opt they opt some people opt to go the the most abusive route because they feel like okay i can do this and there's no consequence to my actions but if they feel like you can lash back or you have power authority a lot of people might not opt not to versus looking through those lenses all the time regardless of who the person is and what power they may have over you because the thing about once you kind of have gotten to the point where you can de-escalate things and start asking the correct questions i've realized that a lot of times if you start asking questions and asking them in the right ways you can actually get answers to get everybody in the room to actually calm down very quickly and to actually get the person that may be coming at you in a way that you feel like is not helpful in a more helpful manner because sometimes when you make those people think they'll start analyzing it and they'll start kind of going through their own mind this doesn't always work but for for anybody that's like an actual level-headed person they'll start thinking about it and stuff like that and y'all can actually have a conversation i've had this happen a many a times mm-hmm. have a conversation and work through it. you be like oh I, I want you to realize that that's not what they mean but sometimes you have to be um you have to be able to discern and it takes us a, a not trying to find a certain level of maturity to be able to discern things because you know a lot of people uh are like mad and angry and abusive but when it comes to like 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 let's say a situation where you're black and the cops pull you over people think logically all the time they go what do i what can i do to get myself how can i de-escalate this situation like they'll they'll analyze they'll analyze it to the motherfucking t but they want with their mate but they want with their kids but they want with these uh, so people have these skills they just choose to ask uh choose to exercise them when they want to yeah i think partially because some of us have changed turned a lot of us think and have been taught that because especially those of us who've lived our lives where we haven't been validated correct uh as black people in america we're not validated women not validated lgbtq people not validated um and part of the reason we haven't been validated is because our trauma hasn't been validated Mm -hmm. which means you know in order to be the white kid at your school 
you need to be the white kid that i mean the black kid at your school you need to be the black kid amongst these white people that goes i don't really see the big deal about racism blah 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 the racism my experience isn't that bad uh you know when you when you do these quote-unquote microaggressions i'm going to ignore them and i think what happens what is like we we answer it with the inverse and we create these communities where we're together so now we validate our trauma right we're like Mm -hmm. hey this that was done to you was fucked up this was abuse this was violence this was that right and that that is a good feeling to be validated especially in a world that's gaslighting you Mm -hmm. um i think what happens after that is that we start saying validation of trauma recognition of trauma trumps you having to deal with or reconcile such feelings yes and so there's a freedom that i think people believe um like true intimacy is my freedom to lead with my trauma so you know in situations uh give a perfect example we watched the movie a raising the sun last year and um i think it was a raising the sun we watched um yeah i think it was Mm right i think and sydney portier is in that movie Mm -hmm. and so much of the movie is centered around the fact that he is a black man Mm -hmm. and he's walking out into this anti-black world and he's dealing with racism and he wants to be recognized as a patriarch of the house but he's infantilized he still lives with his mama he can't keep a job talking to folks all the kind of ways right he's disrespected and what does he do he goes home and he talks down to his mother he talks down to his sister they you know there's all this trauma that happens in the house right Mm -hmm. and a lot of it being because the world is racist we come in here we bring the true freedom for us is this is the place where we can express our pain and our rage and our sorrow with what has happened to us out in the world and they feel like that is true emotional freedom true emotional intimacy and i think on another level that's what people now have online and what we have in real life and that's why you have people that think i can come home i can say i was angry about something else i can be myself and being myself means i'm yelling at you or i'm mad about this or right but you have to like this is the one place i get to do that yeah you have to understand it. you have to yeah. deal with it i think people and... also think trauma bonding is just romantic but i think a lot of people have trauma bonds online you they know, do. Yes, we've they all do. had we've all had this experience at our job. We've all had this experience at the work in uh at, at our schools. We've all had this experience in our relationships, and then you start kind of cycling around each other and or orbiting around each other. And I think that is a major component of a lot of relationships. But all but when you put trauma in the driver's seat like that, you're gonna crash. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. And and also you said this, and I do believe this a lot of those people want to lead shit and i'm like dog i'm sorry your you and your trauma cannot lead the march the parade you you can't yeah you feel that way yeah but but a lot of these communities don't like a lot of these communities don't that that's true and And they think they're being supportive by saying oh well you're just this way because this happened to you and that's okay matter of fact you're right Mm -hmm. that's the way you should react to everything as opposed to a uh, great example on the on i may destroy you there's an episode uh, i think it's called something about i can't something about the internet uh, or social media it's like episode nine and um 
uh arabella has become like this big name on the internet she's like a social justice warrior she at, at, at some point she docks doxes a guy and encourages it online and and everyone's telling her how smart and great she is and somebody comes along and tells her she's terrible but she just you know fuck you haha and everybody's like yeah you know but there's a point where she goes to the doctor with her best friend terry and the doctor is giving her medical advice like you need to do this for your blood pressure you need to do this and at the end of it oh and then she was vaping or something he was like yeah you shouldn't vape um and terry the best friend is talking to the doctor and she basically like has this moment where she like corrects the doctor away from arabella like yeah don't tell her she shouldn't smoke or do vaping or whatever it's but it's better than smoking right and he's like it's better than smoking a cigarette but that doesn't make it good she's like no it is better and then she basically like runs down on this fucking medical expert whose job is to try to get his pay his patient in the best health possible right Right. she runs it down on him on some like you should be ashamed of yourself as a white man or whatever the fucking leaves yeah but 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 that is kind of the internet like that and i think the episode was supposed to show that how i don't know how people took it but i know the episode the intent of that scene is definitely to show how when you're leading with trauma and this is not her trauma this is her friend Mm -hmm. validating her trauma rather than like you your best interest for your friend is literally driving her to higher stress driving her to worse health outcomes driving her to higher blood pressure all this shit your support of her is doctor don't tell her that you know what i'm saying don't tell her her behavior would change and that will fuck up the relationship yeah maybe i mean the episode i don't know if that yeah the point is she thinks support of her is to support whatever direction she goes whether it's turmoil or whatever Mm -hmm. and i think that is where a lot of people go wrong they think that's loyalty they think so i think resisting that is kind of hard it's it's hard to opt out of that community because that community in my opinion takes away a lot of your right thought it takes away a lot of your clean thinking Mm -hmm. it takes away your ability to not inject into every every situation just inject 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 until you become the victim and they become the victor you become the hero they become the villain everything's simplified and i think that's not attractive anymore in these you know it's much more attractive to do the opposite agreed butterfly in the sky i could go twice as high take a look it's in a book a reading rainbow i can go anywhere friends to know and ways to grow a reading rainbow i can be anything take a look it's in a book a reading rainbow a reading rainbow all right um i guess we should do some coronavirus news um let's see scroll down 
patients owed to coronavirus stay hashtag stay home this coronavirus okay goddamn this coronavirus bided my persona got me grinding and i'm surfing on the web like i'm a wanna goddamn this coronavirus got me doing yoga watching netflix got me chilling and i'm blazing on the sofa goddamn this corona goddamn goddamn this coronavirus goddamn this corona goddamn goddamn this corona students have been infected with COVID-19 and now UNC Chapel Hill has had to move all classes online as of Wednesday. What? Yeah. What? You, you mean to tell me these people been out here like these scientists these, they've been telling people y'all uh, colleges should go ahead and you know universities, dorms mm-hmm. you know, fuck it. Why? Because colleges are a business no matter how people try to put it around it and just like any other business they need money they need students there because you know when students are paying hundreds of thousands of dollars a year for the college experience and they get in the central piedmont community college treatment uh at the house someone gonna be like the fuck i'm paying all this money for yeah i think they had until the end of the week or some shit to even request to get their money back for room and board so oh yeah so that's gonna be a fight yep because uh yeah you pay me my motherfucking money back if i'm not staying there you because that's the thing not only ro- your room and board your meal plans like you know it's a lot of shit that people did a lot of fees people pay up front parking <laughs> yeah that that they've already paid and yeah i'll and just like any other business this money is accounted for mm. they have faculty they have staff they have the they have these things that are accounted for and you know just like people go why don't they cancel this why don't they cancel that because money has already been spent my nigga so they like hey you know we're gonna have to cut staff like this affects a lot of shit mm-hmm. uh more than 70 people have tested positive for covid19 after attending a napoleon winery event oh. it's an ohio winery it was supposed to be a socially distant event the high number of cases have now raised alarms about possible outbreaks in rural communities 
among the infected are katie finn and six of her colleagues while at the leisure time at leisure time winery in napoleon on july 11th finn participated in a name that tune game with 90 other guests so they was actually singing which is one of the things they tell people not to do right i mean yes and uh yeah people also a lot of people assume because they don't live in big cities that they were safe yeah yeah that that's a misconceived perception like you think the coronavirus gives a fuck that you live out in timbuktu coronavirus is like i'm everywhere bitch (laughs) it's insane insane to me that we all got COVID 19 and yet everything seemed to be so safe said finn a middle school secretary for defiant from defiance ohio uh middle school huh i wonder what school situation is in ohio are they going back to school in person or no oh and uh before you move on back to the uh unc what happens to these students because you know this is large university people coming from all over the country to these places and now you're sending everybody back home what happened to these communities that you send these thousands of children back home to now what do you mean what happens to the community yeah now you see you, oh because they may have coronavirus right. and they can't isolate yeah correct yeah. And, and everybody they go on to their parents and people uh now might have picked it up and become asymptomatic you don't know and now you're telling these thousands of children that piled up on your campus you know what go on back home right and the thing is with society if you say we're having school people will come yeah if you open it they will come and that's mm-hmm. why you need smart people in office to be like we're not opening up in the first fucking place shout out to a field of dreams uh but yeah she she insists that guests were staying six feet apart and that servers all wore masks and gloves i don't feel like there was anything that could have done differently to prevent this from becoming the center yeah not show up or do it follow the guidelines that'd be like no more than 10 people or whatever i don't know ohio's guidelines though Mm -hmm. yeah and you know we claim that but you know everybody wasn't monitored all the time like people go to the bathroom people may have took their mask on and off like you just don't know people may have talked to each other outside like you don't know you just don't know you just make the assumption that everybody followed the rules all the time but you don't know people could have been fucking you know also also the thing people don't realize the rules are really just lowering risk correct if two people have on masks and they're six feet apart that's like and they're in passing the outside they're at the grocery store or something it just lowers the risk that you'll get it but if like 90 people are in an enclosed space singing songs mask on or not six feet apart or not it won't make any difference Mm -hmm. like the coronavirus is in the air you know what i mean it's not like it's not you washing your hands and dishes none of this shit matters like it's just in the air and y'all are getting it and i think that that uh the wiping down counters that, that shit is very very important but i think they did particularly the american public a disservice by not really explaining to them the shit is in the motherfucking air care how much you wipe stuff down how much you wipe stuff off how much you wash your clothes mm-hmm. it is in the air and guess what you can't turn around and wipe the air <laughs> to clean it, just, it leads to a false sense of security correct like our dentist called me today to schedule like mm-hmm. appointment i just ignored that shit me i'm not too. going in there because like y'all know it's in the air someone's been in the room with their fucking mouth open breathing like what am i gonna do go in there behind them i'm okay my teeth is not hurting we can wait um well yeah she goes on she insists guests stay six feet apart blah blah blah. um she says i don't feel like there was anything they could have done differently um we didn't have someone that was going up and touching people to get them coronavirus they were at a distance unmasked and were able to pass coronavirus on to them 
um yeah that's the thing people just think you touch somebody to give it to them or you touch the same object mm-hmm. you know and that's just not that's not the only way it spreads Mm-mm. and because asymptomatic is real and some i think people don't have a full understanding of that you don't know who came in there was like i don't have a headache i'm I don't, because we don't have enough testing don't even know they got it and just like i'm Hen- going henry county health commissioner mark adams said they they became aware that people showed up to the event with symptoms afterwards but there were also asymptomatic people there too correct According to Wall Street Journal, the whiny outbreak is one of many reasons why rural Henry County has the highest number of COVID-19 cases in Ohio, which tripled to 122 in July. Adams believes that going forward, businesses should be more proactive in protecting the community. If you're that restaurant owner and you see people that are essentially climbing on top of each other, not social distancing, you absolutely, it is your responsibility to go and take an active role and get involved in public health. Nah, that's the, that's the thing. They're not ready like so many so many times people talk about the things and what they say is not oh it must have just been people climbing on top of each other like one you're right there are people they get in these situations and they stop social distancing they they just go we're out everything's back to normal fuck it uh we're tired of it so it don't exist but then there's also this thing where um even in certain situations you can follow the guidelines but the guidelines are not supposed to protect you in those situations Mm-mm. people going to the gym and but i wore a mask it doesn't really fucking matter nope you just you were in a place where people doing heavy breathing for out for however long and the air is recycled in there normally mm-hmm. um you're like you're you took a big risk and and, and probably you know like ran into a situation where you might get it so um let's see what else he got oh he also stressed the importance of self-quarantining to protect others uh so uh finn says she had to self-quarantine right away because she lives with her elderly parents had i not read leisure time come out with that statement i would have never gotten tested to be honest it felt i felt like it was just like an allergy or sinus infection and in ohio that's a typical feeling this time of year yeah we're getting to that time of year mm-hmm. or the flu is getting ready to come back up again all types of shit well that's one good news about things is that um in the southern hemisphere they're already in their flu season and the instances of the flu season have basically dropped to very small hmm. uh and it's because of the precautions of coronavirus are act like like while it's just barely fighting coronavirus it's killing the flu um so that that's some good news a restaurant in china apologizes for weighing customers in an effort to prevent food waste weighing like on a scale yes bitch what we okay Uh, weighing customers food because we're paying per pound is completely different weighing your body the eatery has signs for customers to be mindful i don't know if i'd have been able to de-escalate that situation (laughs) y'all the eatery has signs i mean i just wouldn't eat there that was Mm -mm. the eatery has signs for customers to be mindful of the national campaign to stop wasting food which said be thrifty and diligent promote empty plates and operation empty plate because of the coronavirus and flooding there's been a shortage of some products last month president z i guess z uh, xi uh z jinping uh urged citizens last week not to toss excess food but after receiving backlash on social media about the restaurant's attempt to adhere to the campaign they issued an apology and said they were deeply sorry yeah because size has nothing to do with the amount of food you eat 
yeah they say they never force customers to weigh themselves uh but yeah what it was is like you step on the scale and then it suggests food choices based on your weight yeah that's a problem yeah you know and they said it was to prevent food waste Mm -mm, mm -mm. you shaming people no it's public humiliation the fda is gonna allow saliva based tests funded by the nba and i think that's good news the nba has done such a great job of like really being ahead of the coronavirus thing and having a protocol in place in the nba bubble no one's tested positive in over like three four weeks now um and one of the tools they were using in addition to these like nasal tests they were using these saliva based tests which are quicker uh cheaper because they can be used with the materials that states already have on hand so you don't have to go get any specialized equipment or anything Mm -hmm. uh the cost for a sample will be as low as about four dollars though the cost of consumers will likely be higher Mm -hmm. probably around 15 to 20 dollars in some cases um and yell administered the saliva test to a group that included nba players and staff in the lead up to the league's return to play and compare results to nasal swab tests of the same group and the results were almost universally matched meaning that the you know the swab the that is as accurate as the test that the nba has so that's good news and much cheaper come on more people will get it to get tested to see if they're asymptomatic and all this stuff because i think it's very important to know if you are asymptomatic or not a uh, top health official in Massachusetts has recommended that some residents wear masks inside their own homes if they live in areas with high rates of the coronavirus. Health and Human Services Secretary Mary Lou Sutters made the suggestion on Tuesday after raising an alarm about four cities, Chelsea, Everett, Lynn, and Revere, uh, that have been reporting more than eight daily cases per 100,000 residents mm-hmm. on the average of the last two weeks. To residents of these communities, we have some simple messages. There is an extremely high level of COVID in your community. Residents of these higher-risk communities should wear a mask at all times, particularly when you cannot keep six feet away from others. You should also consider wearing a face covering inside your home if an older individual or someone with comp- uh, compromised medical condition is part of your immediate household. Yeah, it's sad, but, you know, they, they it's like, I don't know what else to do, y'all. Like, y'all just wear masks because what we know wearing masks fights it and we can't stop people from being for peopling people gonna people and so if you know this and you come back in the house you know protect these people mm-hmm. they also said um no gatherings of more than 10 people from more than one household uh, and they did a cutter color-coded map thing to rank danger for each community and for situations and stuff so they're taking it pretty serious they're going to the science uh a sheriff had in florida has banned deputies and visitors from wearing masks inside the uh station i don't understand why uh he disputed that the masks are a consensus approach to battling the pandemic we can debate and argue all day of why and why not the fact <laughs> sorry that's just funny to <laughs> it's like hey this thing is killing people well we can debate uh i guess you know we can either argue or we can do nothing i say we do nothing yeah what do you do with people on your staff to be like i don't want to get sick i don't want to die i don't want to take this to my family like the fuck is this 
we can debate and argue all day of why and why not the fact is the amount of professionals that give the reason why we should i can find the exact same amount of professionals that say why we shouldn't because you're a dumbass this is the global warming argument this is the 99 percent of the medical community goes global warming is real climate change is coming and we need to stop it we need to ch- make some changes to the way we do business and emissions and blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. and then they go ah i mean listen we could talk about why why not if it's man-made if it's not we could talk about it all day till we're blue in the face i mean hell you got scientists that say is 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 definitely man-made and it's getting worse because of men and what we do or or hear me out they are scientists that disagree so who's to know who's right fake news right and the statement isn't true that you can find the same amount because most doctors that got any fucking sense would be like nah yep so he calls out for an exception an exception for officers in some locations including hospitals and when dealing with people who are high risk or suspected of having the novel novel coronavirus so what do you do when you bring them in the station take the fucking mask off the fuck is wrong with you i guess he's saying in those cases those people if they were brought into the station would have to wear a mask or they could wear a mask that would be the exception yeah it's sheriff a voted position i don't know but vote him out or vote the person out who put him in that position because he's a dumbass yeah that that is insane right i do not understand and of course oklahoma high school they had a student who knowingly went to class with the coronavirus so. mm-hmm. yeah that's what kids gonna do yeah free the children yeah school started this week in a lot of areas and yeah in some areas it's like come on in and we're gonna see in about another two to three weeks if you know school districts that are like we're rotating or having all these optional days we're, it's gonna be interesting to see how many of them shut them shits down when they start having these outbreaks the dnc is going on right now mm-hmm. a lot of stuff is happening cindy mccain uh who i believe is the widow of joe by uh, Jen, uh john mccain mm-hmm. he uh she is going to um do a video that's gonna air at the dnc tonight mm, that's interesting mm-hmm. uh and i believe in it she will endorse uh joe biden that makes sense yeah that's how much they like fuck that nigga yeah that cottage dude or whatever he did it last night i believe um john kosich uh he's a governor for ohio former governor he endorsed uh biden people don't like that because he's a terrible republican he's uh anti-choice he's uh homophobic all this shit people like he shouldn't even be invited to the dnc and all this stuff um uh michelle obama gave a great speech last night you know reiterated going uh we go high when they go low and stuff Mm -hmm. and um i do have to say this uh so many people and it offends me on two levels at this point one michelle obama is such a brilliant woman you're not you're not better or smarter than her so so it offends me on that level right. number one the set and then the second part that offends me is this hack all these people when they go low you you shoot them in the face when they go low you kill them when they go low you go lower all this shit is corny it's corny as hack it's the it's honestly you just be bad that's why making jokes is hard that's why being funny is hard yes it is that's why everybody can't do it because mm-hmm. that shit it's not even funny 
and people retweet it because they're virtue signaling like yes we we going to the lowest we gonna take it underneath the hell and all this shit and i would love i would love for that to be true i would because at least they would be being honest the problem is the fucking people who say that are the biggest fucking cucks and social justice warriors in the world like they are the epitome of we can't go low at all they get mad and outraged anytime someone goes off the page like yes they do they are essentially like batman like like batman fights motherfuckers that kill a hundred people and it would just be a lot easier if batman just fucking killed the joker if he just came in shot the joker in the motherfucking head and and we called it a day he was like the punisher it would be a lot easier for gotham city for all the lives that the joker will take blah 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 and he never can because he has rules he gets very upset he gets the most outraged and at the end of the day he never kills that motherfucker because that's against the quote-unquote rules right he doesn't use a gun can't shoot nobody that's against the rules you know gotta throw a fucking batarang (laughs) around the room and hope i hit 20 people like i throw my pass out gas right you know and that is the thing i need liberals progressives democrats whatever you want i need to embrace i need them to embrace who they are yeah because i'm like you if they were truly about that life right there we would have never got fucking donald trump because they'd have been like oh as terrible as he is fuck him and they would have showed their asses and they would have been out here doing fuck shit they'd have been making sure he was not elected but you know they got rules and standards and shit. when we when they go low we go lower you won't even vote for hillary clinton right what are you talking about you won't even vote for joe biden in some cases how can you possibly go low that's like voting is beneath you everything is too low for you when people talk about donald trump's being him being crazy that's ableist you can't talk about him having mental illness that's ableist don't you say that about donald trump okay because what about the other people that's gonna hear this right you're not those people so don't try to be those people you're not go lowers you're not those people when people uh nancy pelosi brought up that this nigga was in the uh high risk group because of obesity so he need to be careful with all this coronavirus shit right they was mad at nancy pelosi how dare you she's stating facts our side doesn't bring that up right mm-hmm. we're not go low people you know what going low is to me what just and this is just step one of going low this isn't that low going low to me is having john Cassage come and talk it's having the widow of john mccain come and endorse joe biden that's going low what you're saying is we don't even have policies that will like we're not even down with these motherfuckers policies Mm -mm. but we know who does care about this other republicans and trump right we don't even really fuck with these people like that mm-hmm. like their belief system all this shit we just want them here because it hurts you correct it may, it's gonna make trump mad it's gonna make republicans mad to see that you know what i mean to see like the lincoln uh project do attack ads on donald trump those are gay republicans they voted for trump mm-hmm. in 2016 now they're off of that and they're and they're talking and they're saying that's going low and that's what the fuck you should be doing in my opinion i like i'm actually on board with let the fucking republicans come here and read trump for filth because i want to hurt him i hate him i want to hurt him in every fucking possible um way and if it hurts his ego to see republicans abandoning ship and making it not cool to be on his side good 
i don't actually care i don't like those people i don't like their policies i don't like their history i don't think they're good people now i don't think they've been redeemed by the moment any of that shit i will take their help to beat thanos correct that's all that fucking matters you know what i mean like you know uh the analogy i honestly don't think they went far enough i say you uh get a ouija board and say herman cain is back from the dead and his spirit is saying during the seance fuck trump like take it <laughs> take it to that take level. it to the next level this like go low as possible you know i'm what on I mean? a new level like do what i would pay money for dominant silk because they're some coons they're grifters hey y'all want money okay here's a, a fucking hundred thousand oh, dollars how much they y'all got get, a price they'll show up yeah how much y'all get paid from trump okay we will double that we saw your tax returns you get five thousand dollars from him we will give you ten thousand dollars to come in and say you love joe biden we will put you on a fucking stage why because we will we are going lower but they don't want to do that and i don't i don't blame the democrats for not going low they get the fucking liberals the progressive they can barely take this like they can barely take the fact that uh ocasio cortez got a minute to speak and fucking um you know uh cassage got 10 they can't even stomach the strategy of that you see what i'm saying because it's strategy essentially like this one motherfucker speaking for 10 minutes is a much bigger blow for us to win mm-hmm. than the casio cortez talking for 10 minutes or not we got all her people Come either, on. They, either they fucking with us at this point or they not right they don't really have much of a choice as opposed to these republicans who do you know what i mean so if even a very small percentage of republicans are stirred to i will vote for joe biden or i won't vote at all that's a win for us we just want to discourage them right anyway so that was what i was thinking the analogy i I had and i was so proud of this analogy um but you have to be a little bit of a nerd to get the analogy but we are in the end game okay Mm -hmm. we are right now on the other side not with captain america and them we (laughs) are the fucking cavalry we are on the other side in the fucking negative zone Mm -hmm. just sitting and waiting okay you gotta be mapping and strategizing we're just sitting and waiting time is frozen none of us are aging we are about to open up the fucking portals okay we're gonna open up the portals we're gonna come streaming through and we're gonna have captain america's back and we're gonna fight thanos and all the evil people because they're bad guys and they need to fucking go and they've been destroying the world and you know who we are we're on the other side and people are like i know what the plan is but why does sam get to say on your left cap first i don't understand why he get to say it i don't like sam like sam why why can't bucky say it bucky was why can't a woman say it he know right that's where the fuck we're at we just need to come through the portals and fight we don't have it in us Mm -mm. you see what i'm saying like we are too much like i just don't understand why peter gets to come through and he's gonna be the one to carry the the gauntlet that's don't make sense to me i feel like so and so and it's like nigga just show up and start punching people like we can yeah, sort like this out afterwards and yes we can debate the nuances and the and the uh massage nuance after we win yeah like how come 
the his portal how come his portal green and mine purple like it don't right. fucking matter right now why am i in the second round and not the first round of, of people to go through the portal like this is like unfortunately because when we fought thanos four years ago you thought it was cool to sit it out and just go back to the uh to the sanctum yeah that's how he ended up snapping his motherfucking finger right because you thought it was cool to just take a break or because you didn't want to talk to captain america at or, the time or you know what we up here we almost had him but you know what you did got in your motherfucking feelings and you became quill and that's what you- i that's what i said on twitter i said y'all think y'all are fucking uh y'all think y'all are like black widow and the people on the other side of the portals y'all are star lord yes yes you star lord if we had got to the point where we almost to the finish line you know what y'all niggas said what about her motherfucking email everybody else is trying to hold this motherfucker down barely crossing the finish line and you over there getting your motherfucking feelings getting mad and angry and you went over there and you punched the nigga in his motherfucking face and kept punching him till he got free with your motherfucking bullshit and that's i'm not gonna vote what about the emails jill stein that was y'all party that was y'all in motherfucking infinity war right and now just like i say fuck star lord fuck you too sorry and now this now we're in this end game and this is what the fuck people want to talk about how many minutes someone gets at the dnc no one has ever gave a fuck about that right it's not even a real dnc we can't come out the house and have a real convention because this nigga's in charge and didn't do shit about coronavirus so what are you even mad about right, right. start with it, the beginning start with where we are and, and you know what you have motherfuckers on the other side is like bitch i'm over here because of the coronavirus you know i'm over here because the i ain't got nowhere to stay now you know uh i'm over here for all this various shit that happened because y'all allowed this this nigga to snap his fingers and y'all want this nuance that actually don't matter right now yeah liberals are fucking star lord like you're not thor you're not you're, you're, you're just you're fucking shit up and you know again they complain about them niggas the niggas is actually out here trying to fight nancy pelosi the demon trying to do the motherfucking best they can with the equipment that they got even though it's not sufficient enough y'all niggas complain about the shit that they're doing they think they iron man you're not iron man no you're not you know you're peter quill you're fucking this shit up so yeah it's it's just frustrating to see this happen again but yeah i'm i'm glad she's talking i'm glad cassage was there i'm not watching them because i don't like them and i don't fuck with them and i really don't need to watch the whole thing i did see people was mad at the musical portion of it which uh you niggas have been spoiled by the wop video or some shit it's a goddamn dnc billy porter singing a song that's about the best you was gonna get Come i don't on. know what the fuck y'all thought was gonna have like they mm-hmm. was gonna have bet production you ain't gonna have no Lil wayne concert the fuck is this yeah like <laughs> this is that's not important right that's the shit y'all complained about does not got it's virtually bitch stay at home behind a goddamn green screen it's like, okay calm down if you're legit still looking for entertainment in this moment fuck you right i don't want to be entertained i don't want to see flashy production i don't need hype williams to come in and tell me what the fuck to do like nigga this I don't is about need a comedy half this is not time for the comedy halftime skit show ridiculous man um joe biden's ex jill biden's ex-husband is accusing her of an affair with joe biden in the 1970s i don't care he still got my vote i don't care i don't care there you go and yep 
no one gives a fuck bro i wouldn't care if you had a secret you could baby with her for a warm glass of shut the hell up yeah if she had a secret baby that finally came out the blue if he had a secret baby that finally came out the blue and here's my vote bitch like 70 years ago bro we don't care okay i mean I, she must got the walk okay she must she come must, on to make it still be on your mind in 2020 but bro if the the in the pandemic and your ass definitely in the risk group if you talking about something this old bro just let him win so you can come outside okay you can't even come outside to be mad because you might get the rona that's, like, that's all i want to do y'all i just want to go outside y'all i just want to go outside for more than 10 to 15 minutes i like to eat at a restaurant again hopefully before i die is that okay it nigga is that okay i actually miss eating at restaurants and it's funny though we order shit and i'll be like oh this is good but it will be better inside our it will be better in a fucking restaurant okay i'm a black guy with tips it's different when you're tipping uber drivers i do but it's right. not the same it is not the same i know roger don't miss this but i miss talking to the waitresses about nothing uh, i know you do about motherfucking nothing i miss you being happy to talk to him i'll tell you that much meanwhile this dude jill biden ex-husband i want to call you one is it okay if i call him one uh <laughs> the mystery is over researchers say they know what happened to the lost colony what lost colony what happened now i don't know if this is only a uh north carolina thing i thought you would know because we both went to school together but uh the lost lost colony of roanoke uh i just remember being first of all i remember being taught about this in school over and over again especially because it was north carolina our home state but i also remember this shit terrified the fuck out of me because it was like um it was basically like shit was going wrong in this colony they i think it was uh cape hatteras or something like that and um the shit was going so bad that like their ship had to leave and it was like we gonna come back for you so y'all just survive like we out of whatever like we struggle it's a struggle we gonna come back and check on you they came back them niggas was gone oh and they was like gone without a clue we don't know what the fuck happened to them people and it was like this already was it ghost was it a demon did a you know so they didn't see bodies or nothing that people no uh, oh like were they murdered by some tribe that then took their fucking bodies and got rid of like they didn't know i remember that learning about this in school and it was it just was one of those ones that just stuck with me i was like what happened to them and why was it a fucking mystery see that's what happened you take the ap classes my regular ass is like who the colony of what nah they no i'm telling you they taught this in regular classes i was probably from elementary like this was like i heard this story so many fucking times they used to teach it around thanksgiving time like just and then they they were lost forever well now the mystery is over y'all okay they were never lost Uh uh-oh they simply went to go live with the croatia croatians is that towins croatians of hatteras they were never lost uh it was made up the mystery is over says scott dawson he researched the records and dug up artifacts where the colonists lived with the indians in the 16th century mm. he wrote a book it's called the lost colony and hatteras island and it echoes many of the sentiments he has voiced for years a team of archaeologists historians botanists geologists and others have conducted digs on small plots in buxton and frisco for 11 years they're like we gotta survive we don't know is them niggas coming back i don't know we tired of waiting it's been three months you know you know right. the end of a boat trip could be a uh, two years mm-hmm. 
dawson and his wife maggie formed the croatoan uh, archaeological society when the digs began mark horton a professor and archaeologist from england's university of bristol leads the project um so yeah teams have found thousands of artifacts four to six feet below the surface to show a mix of english and indian life parts of swords and guns are in the same layer of soil as indian pottery and arrowheads the excavated earth looks like a layer cake as the centuries pass in a spot the size of two parking spaces we could find ten thousand pieces uh pieces found during the project are on display at the hatteras library the rest are in storage so yep and part of me just thinks they probably been known that but uh they were probably like we don't want to admit that white people went to go live with native uh to indigenous people of this country right right and they didn't slaughter each other like right come on we don't want to be like oh they uh, probably was actually like peaceful they then people's like oh we can't leave y'all here to die and they was like we white people and they didn't like kill them they was like okay we can just live together peacefully yeah not to mention the uh you know the sexual implications of that come on you know they went willingly and shit like no they must have killed the especially listen a white woman would never okay they must have had to kill them in order to make that happen you know something like that of course um so hmm, this is interesting i didn't i never heard that uh mystery solved before and uh someone was like i thought this was common knowledge and i was like dog i i live here they o- they only taught it as a mystery they never like an unsolved like, mystery yeah they gave us possible solutions and of course them going to live with the like indigenous people of the na- land of course that's one of the things they suggested but they always made it sound like that was as far-fetched as the fucking ghost or some pirates <laughs> it was all these fucking shit it's like and then of course you're like of course that makes sense it, knowing how much i know about white people now of course it makes sense they just they knew what happened and then they was like it's a mystery uh, they we definitely found them again they moved to the other side of the woods they gone uh but yeah that whole story oh, they wild. may have what go went to go get them and was like you know what nah they happy over there we just say they missing we gotta write a report yeah that i mean that whole story is wild because like their leader i forget what was his fucking name um god I, oh sir walter raleigh yeah like it was he fucked up the whole thing um like the colony was bad um uh they didn't have food um uh, uh they was living on shellfish at the on the shore um uh, looking for ships and um uh they didn't like the first time they didn't take women and children with them like it was just it was a lot so i just i just remember learning about this shit in school like damn they fucked up and it's also why settling quote-unquote colonizing um whatever you want to call it uh that shit was also dangerous as fuck of course like white people was just so greedy to take somebody's land they would just show up places and be like it's ours but like all kinds of motherfuckers died during that shit they didn't know nothing about the earth there was no satellites Mm -mm. they thought they was gonna fall off the edge of the ocean and shit sometimes they would float in the sea that would that would freeze but they didn't know that at the time and then the shit freezes and now they stuck on the ship in the ice you know it was was wild in the middle of nowhere (laughs) Mm -hmm. uh speaking of solved mysteries two people have been arrested in connection to jail master jay's murder that happened 
many 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 years ago and i remember uh i was this was years ago when i was in my 20s then and uh yeah i was in my 20s i was going to shoney's early in the morning listening to the radio and i remember they announced it and i was like word what i was really shocked it was it was one of them things everybody was like wow my nigga 2002 and when you compile it com- compile it with uh big and Pac dying and never finding they killers i just thought they would never find his killers because i was right. like they don't solve the murders of rappers come on and so many years later well it was reportedly a drug deal go bad oh i know that i didn't know i did not know jam master jay was moving keys i really maybe i heard it in 2002 and forgot i don't know but that was it, it felt like new news to me come on and, new news know, to me a couple other people was in the boat with me on twitter and stuff where it was like i didn't know that shit either i was like okay cool and then of course you know uh ray sonny was like oh nah it's big everybody knows this i'm like maybe you gotta be from new york i don't know i just don't remember I, it being i don't know about drugs uh in 2002 but no, maybe re- it always was yeah when they reported it that's not what they reported they just reported it he was killed yeah this is like i didn't know jail master j moved keys Mm-mm. and it was like 10 keys or some shit so it wasn't even like a little bit of drugs it was 10 kilos of cocaine and i think he said he didn't want to sell it in um in like a certain area i want to say washington dc or baltimore or some shit and um yeah they was like uh then we gonna kill you and just take it fuck it um so yeah i guess they solved it so i guess that's good news yeah for his family Mm mm-hmm uh let's see will smith and kevin hart to star in planes trains and automobiles remake okay i'm fine with that that's a classic though that is a real that i enjoy that's tough i enjoyed the hell out it's gonna be hard to outdo it i'm not gonna say it's good but i'm of the mind where i don't care about the which remake. one is gonna be john candy candy oh kevin hart yeah i guess it could work i i don't know i mean because that i mean that and i hadn't watched that movie in years but i remember uh, uh, i rewatched it so many years ago and yeah it was hilarious yeah they were one of a kind like john Kennedy was one of a kind like this it's very it's very it'd be very difficult to duplicate his energy yeah will packer gotta be furious because i don't see him being involved in this and you know he the he the man who remake black versions of everything (laughs) so like will packer got some got some hits on this belt he probably got something to say you pitch hey look will packer pitch meetings man god bless y'all it must be easy as hell okay have you seen this very popular white movie okay black cast hear me out right oh you don't even want to hear the rest of the plot oh you already gave me a hundred million dollars okay thank you i'm gonna go film this like i don't blame him make his money the hangover but make it black women okay cool and that shit was good, good. and it was great wasn't it mm-hmm. big but we gonna call it little oh, oh you see what i'm saying you see what i'm saying it's like black woman reverse blood ale you like here's uh 20 million dollars go film that shit mm-hmm. so i don't i mean i thought when i saw his name wasn't involved i was a little hurt for him it's like damn my man will pack ain't get his keys to this check i mean y'all not gonna at least acknowledge him in the opening credits or something 
he is the he is the forefather of the black version okay come on saving private ryan but it's black uh mm-hmm. <laughs> Gotta, go watch it what if every year he just look at the movies that won oscars or made the most money at the box office and he just switches the race and that's 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 what when, when he wins that uh that bet uh lifetime, lifetime achievement. achievement yes and it's just a montage of the black version of everything oh my god i'm, I'm here for it don't care okay the dark knight but with a brother okay bruce wayne is black okay let's get it made get it printed how much you need the dog prince right <laughs> black panther but mo blacker how about that <laughs> even the part played by that hobbit nigga is black <laughs> the black lion that's what we're gonna call it <laughs> lord of the rings but black okay we're gonna call it lord of the rings all right it's <laughs> it's gonna start all black people uh <laughs> lord of the brass knuckles star wars but black okay it's gonna be star wars okay come on <laughs> it's gonna be called them wars okay let's do yes, it them wars cancel con takes on the greatest threat to free speech in american history uh so apparently there's a digital convention it's the biggest free speech event of the year speakers include ben shapiro dave rubin dennis prager and adam carolla all of whom appear in a movie about the so-called cancel culture at universities called no safe spaces a co-sponsor of the event okay bunch of white people i don't know sounds like it carolla out of that list uh well ben shapiro's a well-known like alt-right what racist dude and shit okay i probably know the name many of the participants have out, out, been outspoken on the topic of free speech including some who have testified at congressional hearings i speak on dozens of college campuses every year so i have some first-hand experience with the anti-first amendment activities i've encountered anti-free speech measures administrative cowardice even physical violence shapiro told members of congress in 2017 here's my thing though if you speak at dozens of colleges every year right you, like a, people don't know what the constitution means what is, how are you canceled right. how is your free speech being violated you're getting paid to speak you're literally paid speech yes you are you're not going to jail you're not being uh you know stopped by the government so what are you talking about at the same hearing three years ago carolla spoke sarcastically about white privilege and college kids who grew up dipped in purell uh making a couple of prescient jokes considering the black lives matter protesting and constant hand washing amid the coronavirus pandemic that have marked 2020 now they are taking their actions to cancel con to be streamed online september 17th the co-sponsored by the young america's foundation one of the nation's largest organizations for conservative youth organizers say it's the first in which they hope will be an annual event for as long as the cancel culture exists as one insider put it the hope is that in the post-pandemic future it would be a physical convention much like politicon which was last held in october in nashville tennessee and including appearances for former democratic national committee chair donna brazil former fbi director james comey and conservative commentators ann coulter and tommy lauren they honestly this is the best marketing they have is to say they've been quote unquote canceled and then they get paid 
because they obviously aren't and can't be canceled right. by anybody no it's basically what they're saying is people now have the ability to say that they don't like what we talk about that's this is right this is what they're saying because they can say that they don't like it we're mad that we actually got to hear their voices now so fuck them and we're going to basically let's go put on a clan rally right like some people don't want us at the university that's not fair not you don't got to be there bitch <laughs> some students don't like that we're gonna come there and be racist and all this other shit how is that free speech they have to say nothing they don't have free speech only we do that's what I see what also we're too. gonna get paid to, to to say that we don't have free speech on a on a huge platform people are being shut down or canceled at an increasingly alarming rate for simply wanting to speak their minds prager told newsly we are living out hate speech and then get mad people go hey your speech isn't inclusive meanwhile they've never made this argument for colin kaepernick oh no not once none of these fucking racists ever take the time out to say you know what i as a as a free speech person it's a principle it's not whether i agree with you or disagree right i'm making this argument because of the principle colin kaepernick should be in the nfl colin kaepernick should have a job they don't have to like that he kneels they don't have to like what he talks about black lives matter but god damn it i is a free speech and i will die on that hill to support his right to free speech yeah. they never make the argument for people mm-hmm. like that because they don't make the argument for black lives matter mm-hmm. they don't make the argument for people marching and protesting and speaking about civil rights they don't they only make the argument for fellow bigots to be like they should get to say what they say with no fucking commentary back right that's it uh one of prager used videos consists of prager testifying to lawmakers last year when he was told senator ted cruz that youtube restricted a video about the ten commandments because it speaks of murder i will appeal to google by re-releasing it as the nine commandments prager quipped at the hearing keep in mind youtube's not a bastion of free speech no it's not that's not their job they're a company they can decide what goes and what does not go on their platform the like white people's idea of what free speech is is so dripped in privilege and uh misunderstanding they can't possibly understand they can't see it you know they don't make the free speech argument when uh it's black activism and shit they wait till you dead and then they go that was wrong free they should have had free speech but for themselves free speech is i get to call you nigger and you don't get to say anything back right that's free speech um so yeah no safe spaces okay yeah you showed us nobody gets canceled while i'm still on my platform still making millions of dollars right no one gets canceled coming up next after this commercial (laughs) sponsored yeah after the break we're gonna come back to no safe spaces where we we you know fighting the cancel culture one one at a time okay now make sure you uh use my code cancel 27 uh <laughs> lauren hill's daughter says uh, ig live about childhood trauma was taken out of context please do not go bashing my parents right now r&b singer lauren hill became a trending topic on tuesday after her daughter Sella marley uh went live on uh instagram reflecting on childhood trauma the 21 year old detailed the long-term effects of having an absent father and an angry mother marley said she lived with her grandparents uh most of her childhood she was just very angry she was literally unapproachable and uneasy to talk to and so when we got discipline it's crazy i'm playing this trauma back in my head marley said lauren would order her to get the belt 
and she said it felt like she was walking to her death marley added that her mother would hold her hand above her head before beating she referred to her mother's threats and beatings as slave owner mentality marley further uh stated that she did not have peace as a young child also in the two hour long video marley talked about her mother used to cry about her absent father on the positive side molly said her mother changed by the time she was in the sixth grade she actually changed a lot i'm actually really proud of her but as expected molly's parents hill and rohan marley uh received backlash online following the video molly fired shots at the media outlets for misconstruing the context of her video and highlighting the worst part she clarified the discussion was about trauma that she experienced from a lack of unity in her household in her recent ig post she made it very clear that she loves her parents despite the past shortcomings please do not go bashing my parents right now especially my father i never said i did not love them i said that their shortcomings created trauma that i now need to consciously and actively heal from so yeah the internet has no roots baby and you know that's something that you know people learn at various different ages and we talked about this before when you she's of the age she probably grew up with the internet and mm-hmm. with fast speed and with online and she's grown up in age with this is what you do older people uh of my age is like nigga you don't do that you know but at the same time it's one of those things where you know if you're of a certain generation this is what you do and you have to deal with the backlash of people who know nothing about you know nothing about your family they're just basically going off of what you say and to piggyback back on the reading rainbow when you have people that put their trauma first and you talk about your trauma your trauma and their trauma bonds so they feel like you feel the same way they do and you know they're angry and they're lashing out and they feel like you should too and when you don't all of a sudden they turn against you because it's like well bitch we came to support you in trauma bond what you mean you don't want my trauma and my bonding and this is the end honestly the end result of that and you know this is something that uh you know as she matures she might look back on this and she might be like i'm fine with this and she might be like i shouldn't have said it but that's her choice and her decision to make and you know it's one of those things with 21 is still young you know and 21 you're still very naive you're still growing and she put it out there possibly not realizing that people were just going to eat it up and run with it like this yeah it's, i agree with a lot of stuff you said because like you can't the internet the internet is not like a faucet you can turn on and turn off Mm-mm. once you serve up your parents as mm-hmm. these are because they only know one mode so once you serve up your parents as they are abusers because that's how they're going to take it regardless of you saying it's complicated they were going through trauma themselves They've they grown, worked on they it changed. they've grown they don't you know this is you know entanglements with august and people being like you this an open relationship okay she cheated oh i don't know how he didn't leave and you're like this is the past for them right so you're talking like she's so she says by sixth grade her mother had really healed from a lot of stuff and that changed and she was so proud of her so that means what well, how old are you in sixth grade like 11 12 something yeah, 11 12 so she's 21 now so you're talking about 10 years ago she saw and felt that her mother had healed from this okay 10 years ago is where this trauma happened but as she's talking to it she may tear up she may whatever she could have talked about a bunch of stuff in two hours we're gonna very long period of time we're gonna take the the most salacious part um you're talking to people that are followers not friends you know like if a friend told me this i would not go to their house and like start yelling at their mom Mm -mm. you know what i'm saying um 
because because i understand the context of what you told me and you're and we have a relationship and i would not ruin that for you know to be like i'm gonna go yell at your mom you'd be like that was 10 years ago i was just telling you something so you got to know me Correct. this was not me saying i need you to go avenge t- 10 year old me or eight year old me or whatever um another thing was like lauren hill put out a statement about like her side of this thing to be like you know it, and honestly it was very honest like it was like you know this shit does come from slavery this comes from trauma i experienced as a kid i didn't break that cycle early enough i hit my kids i fell short i was wrong like blah and people were still like she just justifying this shit and i'm like it's not justification it's literally telling you the reason yeah they don't care i like it because here's the thing that's wild to me a lot of our parents hit us right so i mean i don't know maybe all y'all decided that your parents are horrible abusers and y'all never talk to them again and y'all fucking hate them forever come on but i didn't you know what i mean like i understood to a certain extent and as you get older you start to understand certain shit and And that doesn't mean you don't break the cycle that doesn't mean you choose the same thing parents change they grow they evolve you have parents that come back and be like i apologize like you never know right so it's so weird that not weird it's so predictable that that's how it turned into she's an evil monster and plus of course it's lauren hill so you had people that was like you know uh, she didn't show up to some concerts so this is you know because people are just weirdly connected in that way instead of being like this is an entirely different thing involving her family and her daughter and i and this is one of the reasons i i don't trust people when they talk about restorative justice and shit Mm-mm. all this stuff is we centered the victim we centered so in this case this woman's telling y'all don't go attack my mom what y'all go do attack her mom right well then you didn't mean what you we said. never like we just like to hoist people up as the villain and then we beat them to death that we have a puritanical streak even in the liberal people even in the progressive people in the socialist the left it's hoist someone up and then we gonna kill them like someone is getting uh lynched today like somehow somebody like we are just constantly searching for that person like what what oh they didn't say the right word okay they uh, they a little too rich you know like there's always something where that person is no longer a person anymore correct and so i thought that was interesting how that played out on the internet um and specifically wanted to bring up this point of it which is that she didn't want y'all to do that Mm-mm. you know this is people attacking that woman on beyonce's behalf and beyonce's like i don't want any of this you're not helping me at all it's like but we have determined we're the heroes and the good guys and we're gonna beat somebody up and like this is not a beat up situation can y'all please just stop it wasn't even i'm not even offended well you know what in my life white women have reached over me and when that and it's like oh so this is what it's about it's your it's ego about you. your trauma you're putting yourself as the as the as the leader of some cause that i ain't even asked to be a part of mm-hmm. i don't need that um but yeah i just thought it was interesting and of course the the, the thing you said which is the most interesting young people and just people in general think they can go to the internet mm-hmm. they think the when they should be talking friend. to like a diary uh a, a, a editor of their memoir a, a therapist. therapist uh somebody to filter this shit through with some confidentiality and investment in you yes you know i remember um talking to bossy about her book and you know there were stories that she was like i'm just leaving this part out or i'm changing these details or i'm just not gonna be so descriptive 
because she cares and loves her fucking family right. and she's like i'm not doing the thing that a lot of people do with memoirs where they basically want to be the good guy so bad that they hoist up everybody and sacrifice them to the to the reader gods right mm-hmm. like look how terrible my parents are i'm the i'm the bit i'm the good guy they're the bad guy and and people fall in love with that ego of it and then everyone puts you on their shoulders and you walk around you're the good guy they're the bad guy and really you you've kind of betrayed and fucked them up because you don't actually feel that way and in private you talk to them like i don't really feel that way i love you mama well you just told the world i'm a piece of fucking shit they don't hear the rest they don't they're not here for the love they're not here for the meals they're not here for the me taking you to hospital they're not here for any of that shit Mm -hmm. they heard i hit your arms with a belt that's it that's it i'm a piece of shit now that's me every day to them Mm -hmm. so yeah that was an interesting story uh rush limbaugh pedals and amplifies misogynistic smears against kamala harris kamala harris try to make sure i said that right i'm from the south y'all uh i've been saying kamala all this time i think because uh from down south and because uh uh heard that shit on like all the news and shit before you know they start saying her name right so i like how she got the vp before people was like say her name right i'm like i've been saying it wrong this whole time right nobody told me <laughs> i thought it was camilla camilla harris <laughs> camilla Karen. not, Cam- not camilla <laughs> i mispronounced that's karen that's me personally mispronouncing it <laughs> kamala harris yeah but it's it's kamala apparently uh yeah so i want to try to get it right um rush limbaugh pedals and amplifies misogynistic smears against kamala harris uh conservative talk radio star rush limbaugh added to his long history of vile sexist attack on prominent women by promoting right-wing stories described the democratic vice presidential nominee kamala harris uh, kamala harris as a hoe and a mattress accusing her of using sex to get ahead yes yes medal of freedom presidential medal of freedom recipient rush limbaugh because mm-hmm. there's no way this attractive black woman can get this position just by being smart some mm-hmm. she fucked somebody yep um noting that the nba recently dismissed a photographer from its restart season bubble after he posted a meme of harris and the democratic presidential nominee joe biden captioned joe and the hoe rush limbaugh repeatedly spelled out the word hoe with a rhetorical asking what do you think that's about saying that this takes me to the second story he recently uh he then highlighted a recent piece from right-wing magazine the spectator said why it should matter to women that uh kamala slept her way up and he's like whoa you know what this is about that's that's about willie brown uh claiming that harris had an affair with brown when he was married brown had been separated from his wife for over a decade when he dated harris limbaugh then excitedly read a passage from the spectator column it it is no secret but public knowledge that kamala harris slept her way up into california political life by being a very public escort and mattress for california democrat kingmaker willie brown now some people read the story and said mattress didn't he mean mistress no i think they meant mattress here limbaugh continued so we had two different stories that uh, yeah so he, he this, this is what he does mm-hmm. i don't blame the nba yeah no you can't take pictures here with that bullshit yep because you feel that way about her how do you feel about these black athletes that you snapping these fucking pictures of get out of here i don't know if you had any doubts about her race i think rush limbaugh calling her a hoe should kind of point you in the general direction as since he uh you know there's a certain type of person that men like him like to call that Mm -hmm. you know um 
you know don imus and the nappy-headed hoes of like Rutgers or whatever he was talking about like they know what they doing you know only thing missing is him going back and being like it's it's rap music that made me do that if snoop dogg can do it you know so uh, uh, uh. <sighs> like thought this nigga was supposed to be dying of cancer what happened to that mm-hmm. um yes, cancer was like i give up right <laughs> cancer was like <laughs> i got rush limbaugh oh no i gotta go to the hospital and get rid of this infection <laughs> oh man he's terrible uh shout out to the people that laid the groundwork though bernie supporters and uh people that uh, russians and, and black people that was excited by the russians to be calling this woman out her name and disrespecting her not knowing her record not throwing up any context yeah, and now Mala yeah and now look at us okay you made it to the top rush limbaugh is and the conservatives agree with you um all right let's get into uh some guests uh fucking with black people just fucking with those black people we're just fucking with those blacks we're just fucking with fucking with black people that's right y'all it's time to play the game we all hate to play is fucking with black people the game that goes all around the globe makes us find different articles and we let you know how much we feel fucked with by reading those articles in intervals of 25 zero to 100 we shall get the rating let's see um black babies more likely to survive when cared for by black doctors u.s study says mm. what mm-hmm. black it, babies it, it seems like if you take care of the black mothers and they have healthy pregnancies and don't die at a much higher rate which means they have the kids in the first place and then mm-hmm. if you take care of the black babies that means that they'll be healthier too i mean I'm 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 as surprised as you. Yeah, shout out to speaking of which, shout out to Kamala Harris, and shout out to black doctors because you know who what they look at black people as people. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Kamala Harris. She has the Maternal Care Act and Black Maternal Health uh, Momnibus Act of 2020, which could close the gaps in access to quality medical care and educate providers about implicit bias. Um. So yeah black babies have a greater chance of survival when the hospital doctor is in charge of their care and is also black in the u.s babies of color face starkly worse clinical outcomes than white newborns earlier research from the centers of disease control and prevention um how can they always say cdc instead of cdcp because that and prevention is on there anyway uh published last year shows that black babies are more than twice as likely to die before reaching their first birthday than white babies <gasps> regardless of the mother's income or education level while infant mortality has fallen overall in the past century thanks to improvements in hygiene nutrition healthcare, and black white the black white disparity has grown uh multiple interrelated factors which contribute to these disparities include structural and societal racism toxic stress and cumulative socioeconomic disadvantages the new uh study published in the proceedings of the national academy of sciences suggests that the race of the attending doctor might also play an important role 
yeah it's telling that the only way we're really gonna be able to solve this is hire more black people and get more black people as doctors because it's so hopelessly lost on white people to see black people as human after you know centuries of programming that is subliminal and sometimes overt that black people aren't as human as white people that i've seen more they can deal with more yeah we've seen recently doctors that in seriousness discuss black people's ability to take pain as if we do not feel pain in the way that other people of different races do right you know um you know it's all that phrenology shit it's all that racial like we start with racism and then look for things to back up racism to be like this is this is how it goes and they go i'm not racist this is i'm a doctor this is the facts you know when cared for by white doctors black babies are about three times more likely to die in the hospital than white newborns this disparity halves when black babies are cared for by a black doctor strikingly the biggest drop in deaths occur in complex births and in hospitals that deliver relatively more black babies suggesting institutional factors may play a role so if you go to the black hospital where the black babies are born more often black babies somehow seem to live at a much higher rate hmm you don't say yeah and think about what that means that means your own anti-blackness may come into play as a black patient Mm -hmm. because that's gonna be the black hospital wherever they deliver the most black babies is probably gonna have the most black staff and be the black hospital and part of your mind this is a, a a big segment in um the warmth of other sons part of the mind of black people is that uh access to whiteness is the same as achievement it is the same as wealth it is i have a white doctor now i go to the white hospital meanwhile the outcomes for your child are lower there like are worse uh the outcomes for the mothers i'm sure are worse because essentially black people in addition to having to be excellent to get a fucking piece of the pie um they see you as a person they don't just see you as the black patient they see you as karen they see me as roderick so you're you're talking about uh an internal thing that can only exist in people that have grown to know you are human you know what i'm saying like to know you are a person and not it's not a theoretical concept it's not something they need to see a training video to understand is is not something they're just not aware of you know so and i'm sure black doctors have different anti-blackness they have to work out too but i mean the facts are the motherfucking facts if you want your kid to live and you're black you basically got to go to a black hospital yeah and also uh particularly like once you get into like ogbyns because a lot of times ogbyns deliver children deliver babies and uh a lot of them percentage-wise are not black and a lower percentage are black women and you know and particularly if you don't live in major cities if you live in a lot of rural areas it's even harder to find black doctors it's a very small percentage in this country anyway of black doctors so for some people it's almost like i don't have an option so i'm going to this doctor hoping and praying that they ain't motherfucking racist yeah this is wild to think about that shit man um so and that and to think that the biggest drop in deaths occurs with complex births so like when the birth is complicated that and you have to take extra care that's when you're less likely to lose your kid Mm -hmm. as opposed to the ones they take for granted and be like it's just a regular routine thing we ain't got to do much here you know we're not gonna monitor as hard 
right the study found no statistical statistically significant link between the risk of maternal maternal mortality which is also much higher for black and brown women and the race of the mother's doctor okay so the so maternal health doesn't really matter what the race is but the baby's health it does um so yeah zero to 100 I am going to say a 75. 25 because the study is out there and, you know, it's making people aware, even Mm -hmm. though most people already knew this, but you have some black people that might look at this very differently. Uh, But 75 because it's just just still fucked up. Those numbers just made me mad. Yeah, I think every time we talk about black women, maternal health and children, uh, black children and that racial disparity, it's going to always bother me uh even as it improves it's gonna bother me um if the gap continues to widen it's gonna bother me just the idea that even from conception you're talking about a baby there are people that just cannot wrap their head around a black baby needing the same attention to detail and care as a white child and i think it goes back to that thing that i always say that makes me mad more so than overt racism because every you know a lot of people hear this story and they just think like white people are putting on clan hoods and smashing babies that's not it i am more incensed by the fact that they don't care because that's how you kill a baby by not caring like by by literally being like i don't pay as much attention and i haven't considered why you know what i'm saying like i just i just don't think black babies need as much attention in my mind i can't imagine picking this baby up or holding it or monitoring it as closely or mm-hmm. you know seeing you taking know extra steps or going and checking again yeah. like i would in other situations right you can't even fathom it you because you're so conditioned to be like i'm not i don't have a racist bone in my body that you can't even picture that you could be racially biased without knowing it you know and as long as that's one of the reasons i kind of shudder at making racism such an individualized problem because when we do that when we get these scapegoats when we have our amy coopers and you just want to kick them out right we we hoist them up we put them on the cross they're the bad guy and then we go back to sleep and it's like no the dragon is the fact that there's so many white people and people of privilege in all kinds of areas in the world that just don't can't be bothered to give a fuck because they just go i'm not amy cooper i you know what i'm saying i'm not saying the n-word well black babies are dying at a higher rate in your hospital something up it can't just be coincidence nigga like it's you what are you doing different white babies ain't dying what do you think about their parents what do you think about their family what do you think about those children themselves that makes you go the extra step to make sure they don't die right which really i mean i don't know maybe it's really hard to keep a baby alive so let me just chill but come on you're finding a way yeah. for white people right and, and 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 that and that's the thing it's like it is a disconnect and the disconnect is rooted in racism whether or not you believe it or not and uh because of slavery the second that uh negroes weren't property no more they could they cared less about it because see they cared about property so when slaves was having babies oh they wanted to be 100 percent sure that those babies survived because those babies was an asset those babies were, were property though we had to be sure that we raise them up get them strong and all this other bullshit but the second they're no longer property we don't give a fuck about them because there's no investment for us as a country so yeah it's a uh, jacaris for me i think i'm just always gonna feel that way 
diamond and silk suggest fox news executives ordered a hit on them in their new book the MAGA star sisters accuse fox news of a racist double standard oh oh my god oh oh my goodness god no no they did not no racist double standard in cooning who could have saw that coming oh so beautiful don't you love it don't you love baby, to see it baby won't you take me there I want some real good food to eat I want shucking it down shucking it shucking it down I want shucking it down shucking it shucking it down I want shucking it down it's really the best shout out to those two okay oh my god when the motherfucking crows come home to roost okay the crows from <laughs> the crows from dumbo okay <laughs> when the crows from dumbo come home i tell my mom i'll never be like any of those negroes <laughs> oh my goodness Mm. several months after (laughs) racist double standard what how you gonna make a living being like racism all in these black people's heads i don't know why they always making excuses with they lazy selves massa trump is the best they get they they lose their job from fox news and i swear they all do the same shit stacy mm-hmm. dash did it oh they gonna always have a new brand new shinier coon coming on the way always it's always a new coon in the mail okay amazon prime next day delivery on a coon while you are there depreciating in value come on okay they are just ready to replace your ass on to the next one. Oh. Uh, several months after they were dumped by fox news for promoting a crave covid19 conspiracy theory the trump worshiping vlogging superstars have seemingly declared war on the right-wing cable network in an excerpt from their new book obtained by the daily beast who gonna buy this book right who is your audience baby who is the audience who the hell is buying this shit Mm-mm. because then white people ain't gonna buy it right what 
and niggas gonna bootleg it so i don't know what to tell you and you done fucked up the book because now you actually declaring racism the one reason they wanted you over there is because you were the two niggas that don't believe in racism now you want to pull out the and you know fox news racist they're like what what you told me uh in a uh a the they talk about their april ouster from fox news family lynette diamond hardaway and rochelle silk richardson oh they got some nigga names oh them is some nigga names i think it's the first time i've heard their full names yeah i mean because we always call them you know turquoise and and <laughs> turquoise and rayon and shit like that Come on. <laughs> but damn sparkles and rainbow yeah they got some nigga names i had no idea i mean mm-hmm. they look like they would yes they do but you Old know school. nigga 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 i'm 100 percent nigga Nigga, 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 nigga. I'm 200 percent nigga. Nigga, 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 nigga. Why do police hate niggas? Nigga, 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 nigga. They hate us because our dicks is bigger. Um, uh, they repeatedly throw the network under the bus. At times, we've allowed Fox Brass told them to keep on fighting, even after the network publicly dumped them. Other times, suggesting the network cut ties with them as a retaliatory hit against President Trump. In one particular revealing section, Diamond and Silk grumble about how Fox's white primetime stars have gotten away with pushing COVID 19 misinformation, similar to the claims that resulted in the black duo's expulsion. The title, the book is titled Uprising Who the Hell Said You Can't Ditch and Switch? The Awakening of Dominus Silk. What? <laughs> Ooh, that name. Are they trying, wait, Uprising? Are they trying to act like they are switching to the Democrat side now? oh my god if y'all if anyone buy this book and let this happen no if you better not you know they have no morals okay mm-hmm. and the second that second that money start floating again they'll be right back over there i mean now technically i would love to see them talking to dnc if i'm gonna be honest with y'all because when they go low we supposed to go lower remember oh y'all don't want to see that y'all mad okay then fuck it but yeah <laughs> fake motherfuckers y'all don't want to go low but nah that's oh my god of course they switching for the money yes they would that's the job of course okay just oh my goodness um they lost it they lost their job at fox news and started crying immediately i'm gonna make my mama proud you guys are not doing anything with your life you may not see it but i'm trying to do i'm trying to accomplish something and you guys are preventing me from that all y'all haters like i'm trying to accomplish my dreams if you don't like me just block me i didn't do anything to you that's them and they book mm-hmm. mario and luigi out here the princess fired them they're like fuck the, the mushroom kingdom i knew they wasn't shit though because they blocked me on twitter a long time ago and i know it's because i got to them you know what i mean like i wasn't even adding them and talking shit i just was talking shit about diamond and silk on twitter as like this is some real bad cooning what the fuck is wrong with these two and they blocked me because they because in they in they african souls they felt the the vibrations in the force and they couldn't deal with me okay it's like 
staring into the fucking sun because because what i was saying was too real my god oh my god man Mm-mm-mm. uh but yeah uh <laughs> uprising that's a long title who the hell said you can't ditch and switch switch to what the right wing sisters who've been con- I hope they don't think uh they finally gonna invite them to the cookout y'all still ain't invited i hope they know that i know they got raisins and they potato salad uh <laughs> they niggas gave them unsweet tea no you can't put no sugar in it right oh my god that's somebody family you know they got you kids yes you know they got kids oh my god and grandkids and shit i mean it's obvious they can't go to the salon look at the wigs Mm-mm. you know like black women voted 90 percent clip for fucking democrats it's no salon safe in america for them hairs okay you got to you got to do your shit at home you better order it on amazon and hope it look decent you know probably be too racist to look at the natural hair tutorials and shit you know they are they're out there washing them wigs and perk plus and shit you like the hell is y'all doing that's crazy like and it's so funny because they're always protected by the fact i'm a black person and i get to do the ignorant shit that the white people don't do because that's why they got me here and then they excuse it because of their anti-blackness like look at them they just some niggers they don't know no better but candace owens got in trouble over that george floyd shit like everybody turned on her because they always go too far it's always a competition to go too far and it's never supposed to be a too far for the black person covering up for white supremacy they should be able to say and do anything and white people go i didn't say it that's the whole fucking point but somehow in good taste or whatever because i don't know what happened a moment of clarity fox news and them oh i know what it was fox news was worried about getting sued that's right remember they had a big old thing where they was putting out this false information but like their their cast and their staff and shit was social distancing feminine from home and all that other bullshit but they were still still telling people oh them old ass people to take their asses out and the coronavirus was fake yeah they said the death count was inflated to make trump look bad that was a question they were the conspiracy theory they were playing uh spreading and that the virus was deliberately spread by the deep state snakes or the world health organization that a vaccine will be used for population control by bill gates and that 5g technology is being used to infect people with an on and off switch for the virus we had dared to ask questions to do our claims <laughs> they say that's what got them i'm just asking questions okay at the time a person with direct knowledge of the matter told the daily beast after what they said and tweeted you won't be seeing them on fox nation or fox news anytime soon but the duo claimed they were blindsided by the news of their fox demise on april 23rd the pair recalled at recall after a reporter asked them why there hadn't been any new diamond and silk videos posted on fox nation in several weeks a network employee informed them that amid the pandemic the platform was dialing back on posting any content that was overly political fox news fox nation doesn't That's want all they do though overly political right and that the sisters should keep doing videos as we normally do them and they would save them for a time when they could post them all days later however after reading the daily beast article titled fox news cuts ties to dominant silk they think they recall thinking hey why didn't fox tell us uh furthermore the sisters revealed that despite the very public dumping fox news couldn't seem to get its own story straight inside the building probably ignore it if it's possible the duo claim the fox contact told them after the news broke two days later diamond recalls another network employee wrote to them i want to assure you the stories are not true and executives here feel uh lies like that should be ignored stay strong keep fighting but the stories of course were true and the duo's relationship with fox was indeed over 
i was furious diamond writes where the hell was fox where was their pr department why the hell didn't they correct the lies published by the daily beast why didn't fox speak up the further she further laments how i was so overwhelmed that it brought me to tears because we had <laughs> tears them coon tears i don't know why i care about them coon tears that's worse than crocodile tears we had done nothing wrong not one time did fox news inform us of our reprimand of us, us for anything later added not one executive from fox had told us we were spreading misinformation or conspiracy theories and in all fairness to them how do you separate what fox news says and what a conspiracy theory is right like how do you know that you not peddling a conspiracy theory when fox news <laughs> allows like all these other motherfuckers that go on there and say the same shit like sean hannity can say the shit but then when you say it's like that's a conspiracy theory your black ass is fired <laughs> <laughs> i just don't care because it's them fuck them a fox news media spokesperson declined to comment on the sisters claims elsewhere in the book diamond and silk offer up a scorching piece of media criticism asking why they lost their gig while fox news white primetime stars get away with promoting covid19 misinformation oh what y'all been watching the daily show since you got off the air or as the pair call it merely asking the same questions we had here is the crazy thing y'all silk declares in the book fox news hosts like tucker carlson sean hannity and laura ingram they did not write this book they did not write this book because you can tell because what book has it where you could be like silk says and then diamond says that's not how a fucking book normally works that someone sat down with them and just recorded it they did not sit down and actually write this book mm-hmm. i guarantee that somebody transcribed or yeah rearranged their words does anything about these motherfuckers say writer to you no no fox news hosts like tucker tucker actually what if you got the book and it was actually like the best pro since james baldwin and shit that would that would be even more shocking if it was if it was good <laughs> oh oh you know what would be hilarious i bet you they're gonna do an audio book that's gonna be interesting oh uh, yeah yeah of course i think that's the book it's just gonna be them interviews <laughs> fox news hosts like tucker Carlson, sean hannity and laura ingraham were questioning the same things we were questioning about the virus and pandemic the very same questions we had raised were being discussed openly on fox news she continues why were our fox nation videos dialed back because they were deemed overly political but it was okay for others on the network to talk about politics even down to asking up some of the same questions we had why were we such a threat we only did one video every week and it was hidden behind a paid subscription wall when you really think about it was this part of the systemic racism that everybody was talking about what is this that racism thing i've hearing so much about is this racism? oh my god <laughs> this is how it feels oh my god is this it i heard that this i've never felt this feeling before <laughs> is, is this oppression i had never felt this before in my life oh my god the negroes was right <laughs> can you believe this <laughs> <laughs> when they discovered that when they discovered that racism
Sean Hannity was in. So what do you suggest? I suggest you just just keep playing, man, and don't worry about what goes on at the top of things. That's that's what, that's what Tucker Carlson told him. Uh-uh. <laughs> they told him that was like right in front of my salad. <laughs> I suggest you. Don't worry about what goes on top of things at Fox News. Where am I going? Your little pain Come channel, on. okay? Ready for my salad? Yes. Mm-mm-mm. I know what you want to hear. When they found out, they probably they probably reacted very uh. Reactive. Angry, <laughs> sad, and, and disappointed. Yes. <laughs> I think Laura Ingraham was like. <laughs> Can he be the the Kanye to my Kim? Yeah. <laughs> Can y'all just that, that racism came and they told that racism to get get out of here? We are adults, and this is ridiculous. Cut the crap. That's what they they were looking at that racism. Stop like, it right what? now! This is stupid. <laughs> this is absolutely ridiculous. Get get out of here! We are adults, and this is ridiculous. Cut the crap. That's what they told that racism. They didn't understand. That racism was acting a fool and they didn't know how to respond to it. I favorite. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Terrible. Terrible. Mm-mm-mm. I think all the black people that was on their side. Herman Cain. Minnie, what's the meaning of this? A book? Oh, listen. I don't know what you mean, Miss Massa. Ninny. So help me, if this is anything more than a cookbook, there will be consequences. The footless kind. Oh, bitch, let the bitch read. Yes! <laughs> That's what, Herman came from the grave. Okay, let the bitch read. Um, but yeah, it's just the systemic racism everyone was talking about. Yes! Is this it? This feeling is coming over me. I I I don't know what this is. How the hell is it okay for for the oh they got spelling errors in their book? What is it? The unedited version? Y'all self publishing? This what's going on? <laughs> How in the hell was it okay for for the White House host, white show host, to ask the same questions and talk about the same things that we were speaking about, but our video content was dialed back for being overly political. We were all asking the same questions to talk about the same thing. And while the duo insists none of their bizarre claims were conspiratorial, they invented a brand new conspiracy theory that Fox News executives ordered up a hit on Diamond and Silk via the Daily Beast in retaliation for President Trump publicly criticizing the network. Who in the hell ordered the hit, Diamond writes, just asking questions. Was this something that came from the top floor to higher up, so was this bigger? This seems to be bigger than we knew. They <laughs> Ooh, they think they're important. Who's they're bigger a, than that? They're a blip on the radar, baby. Someone ordered <laughs> Putin called in the hit. Get mm. Diamond and Silk off the... <laughs> I don't y'all y'all making Russian. pennies compared to these white folks y'all talking about. <laughs> right they point out to the day before the daily beast article on the ouster president trump had tweeted his displeasure with fox news as some of his personalities hosted on one of the board members it makes you wonder if this is some type of retaliation against us especially since it happened the next day we understand that during the election year one of the tactics from the left is to silence the voices making the most impact we're not saying that this is what fox news but it damn sure felt like it 
so i'm so is this supposed to be a conspiracy from the left or did the left make fox news fire dominant silk how did you get how'd you work backwards into that conspiracy because it gotta be another reason why yeah they announced they have a new weekend show on newsmax what's that (laughs) and called upon fox reviewers to ditch and switch over to the rival pro trump cable station we were dominant silk before fox and we will be dominant silk after fox so don't get it twisted we had millions of followers before fox fox didn't make us so fox couldn't break us <sighs> dominant silk finally discovered racism apparently so Mm-mm-mm. well i think uh you know where i stand on this continue time. my routine of just voting and rooting for all the black people mm-hmm. so karen zero to 100 oh zero that's fucking hilarious i i, I actually don't here uh i give it a zero as well i'm not fucked with at all Mm-mm. i'm actually kind of happy that they're so upset it sounds to me like maybe what is what is that what are you doing i'm mm. oh, sorry excuse me i'm just uh enjoying these sour grapes you brought what you got there sour grapes you got a grip of sour grapes sour grapes them sour grapes, 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 ah you love to see it Mm-mm-mm. Whew, i love to see some coons get theirs it's the best honestly it's almost worth having them cooning for a couple years it's really almost worth it talking about some racism remember when stacy dash tried that shit too they love bringing up that racism on the way out Mm-mm-mm. that's the only time it matters right candace owens was it got the naacp on her side at one point then she now now she don't believe in racism it's all bullshit like these fucking grifters boy i'm telling i was talking to a friend today this is the era of the scam come on scam city this is the scam era man so many people scamming you can't even keep up with this shit Mm-mm, that's why you need to keep your emotions in check because people around here angry mad upset that's how they get your money and shit like that for a cause you need to check in the people mm-hmm. all right you know what let's go ahead and do some guest the race now that is time for some guest the race that's right it's guest the race time now that it's time for some guest the race that's right it's guest the race time that's right it's time for guest the race the number one game show going across all the podcast land where we read and play new hearts from all over the globe we ask our contestants today karen in the chat room to guest the race and of course everyone playing is a stone cold racist all right first story a man opened fire while making a rap video killing a young mother but why 
the amateur rap music video was supposed to feature a stage kidnapping and fake blood but in the early morning darkness monday real gunshots rang out as the camera rolled killing a young mother of two and injuring her boyfriend by the end of the day deputies charged a man with murder an arrest report added to the court records this week lays out the investigation that led to the arrest of 21 20 year old jordan jamie silver uh in the shootings of Haley cox and her boyfriend eric bronowski uh, who were 23 and 22 <clears throat> uh a key question remains unanswered though why i don't know silver said when a stunned witness asked him that question after the shooting according to the report by hillsborough county sheriff's office detective the video session started sunday night at the wimow mow home of giovanni bosk and his girlfriend bosk later told detectives that silver who boss knew as jay arrived with a black semi-automatic handgun that appeared to have a laser pointer attached bosk silver bronowski and cox left the house in Bosk's girlfriend's kia optima and headed to tampa electric co power line easement off of clement pride boulevard in the south fork lakes community they had water bottles filled with fake blood and a canon camera mr bosk advised the rap video was based on a stage kidnapping of himself and all the parties involved were aware the video was theatrical in nature mr bosk uh advised that there was never a mention of shooting anyone in one segment silver can be seen holding a dark colored semi-automatic handgun toward the end of the clip he appears to be acting erratically uh he can uh boss can be heard telling him to calm down bosk and bronowski advised that jordan silver was pacing and hiding behind the bushes for no apparent reasons while they were attempting to film the rap video in the next clip bosk and bronowski are putting fake blood on bosk cox is apparently holding the camera and can be heard asking how should she hold it then a single gunshot rings out and the camera falls to the ground boss picks up the camera and begins to run why'd you do that bosk asked silver according to the report i don't know silver can be heard replying we gotta go Still holding the camera, Bosk appears to stop running, and the two uh, begin arguing about leaving the area. Boss continues, why'd you do that? Soon after, three more gunshots ring out, and Boss shouts, no, multiple times, and appears to drop the camera. In an interview with detectives, Boss said he was putting fake blood on himself, and Cox was holding the camera. When he heard a gunshot, Boss turned and saw Cox lying on the ground and Silver holding a handgun. Boss says he and Bronowski ran toward the Kia, then Silver fired at uh, Bronowski boss said he ran into the nearby neighborhood and knocked on several doors to get someone to call the police he was successful at a home on leland groves drive it's surveillance video collected from the home boss can be seen knocking on the door then silver shirtless and apparently out of breath appears behind the man and says something about getting to a car when boss says he's trying to get the police to come silver runs away damn so that dude with the gun was all the way to the door the dude trying to call the police back at the shooting he lucky to be alive back at the shooting sign scene bronowski was able to call 911 telling the dispatcher at 3:49 a.m that someone had shot him and his girlfriend in the field deputies who responded found him with a gunshot wound to the chest and thigh he was holding a bandana and a bottle in the fake of fake blood uh deputies found cox's body nearby with a parent gunshot wound in her cheek um uh the bronowski told detectives he was participating in the video shoot with boss whom he knew as game and silver uh Bron- bronowski said he met silver for the first time that morning 
he confirmed silver shot him and cox so he didn't even know the dude who killed him who shot him and killed his girlfriend deputies found silver hiding under a cooking grill in the backyard of a home on leland groves drive and arrested him on charges of trespassing and loitering a cooking grill mm-hmm in an interview How the hell you get behind a cooking grill and not make all that noise <laughs> In an interview, he told detectives he had been paid, that's the part the shot Karen, paid $30 to help with the music video and ran when he heard gunshots. Then, oh, he's, he's like, I don't know what happened. People were just shooting happened. I just ran. I hid under a grill for hours. I don't know. They got tape on you, baby. When given multiple opportunities to explain his involvement, he denied knowing any of the people he was doing the rap video with. Uh, he also denied holding a gun or shooting anyone, even when confronted with video evidence that's not me silver was booked it on was the county me. jail a judge said bond for five hundred and two thousand dollars he remains in jail um so yeah she was a mother of, uh had a son and a daughter oh, four and three uh, wow yep, got killed all right karen guess the race of jordan jamie silver black karen's going with black on this one all right let's check the chat room and see what they believe um you hire somebody on the street and give them a loaded gun <laughs> that's not a race white danny hotch and crew from white boys wiggers damn homie your mind playing tricks on you black i hit them up black white knock on doors to help at for help it actually got someone to open that door to help him white white thought he was hired to be a school shooter white <laughs> oh no it is florida white the uh let's see malibu's most wanted the uh, coming through the door busting uh blasting black okay karen says black uh some of y'all say black some of y'all say white the correct answer is white uh some of you did get it now he does look a little spicy white like he could be like latinx or something but i don't know for sure so he definitely not black though Mm-mm. so uh and of course the person the people he killed and shot were white people so mm. i mean that sounds like some real white shit to do the the video and all that stuff um uh, all right let's go to another one um defendant 22 said he did not think it was illegal to masturbate in your own car you know i can see why that might make a certain type of logic i mean it's not illegal to masturbate in your own apartment or your own house i can't about to see you in there though i know i can see why in his mind he might think it's just officer i didn't know i couldn't do that uh 22 year old pizza delivery man was allegedly oh yeah he was uh he was delivering the pizza with the extra creamy toppings. <laughs> well, she said she wanted sauce on the side. <laughs> now we know where Papa John's garlic sauce come from. Hey. <laughs> you like a the sauce? um yeah put some extra sausage on that pizza if you know what i'm saying (laughs) uh yeah so he was seated behind the wheel of a 1996 honda civic 
boy i swear you don't a honda civic will never give up okay what mine lasted for fucking ever and the only reason why we don't got that bitch because if i totally lost it twice and if i could afford to have that bitch fixed i'd have still had it to today honda civic boy i love that goddamn car a honda civic like a good woman okay it'll never give up on your ass all mm-hmm. right it take a little bit of care of it and that bitch will keep it trucking Mm-mm-mm. why why uh but yeah 1996 honda civic parked outside of circle k well i'll tell you what if you're in a 96 honda civic outside of circle k that's prime masturbating time okay <laughs> i mean what's the worst thing that can happen you're in a 96 uh while donovan was masturbating a woman whose car was parked next to the honda noticed the vehicle sole inhabited had penis in hand and was stroking himself in up and down motions unfortunately for donovan the witness was also an off-duty cop from a neighboring city she copied down a honda's license plate which she subsequently provided to police dispatchers a fruitland park uh police department report notes that a review of surveillance footage captured the suspect who wore a black mask pulling his pants down as he grabs his genital area and making continual motions to the genital area cops trapped the ve- tracked the vehicle to a residence where they found donovan who works for hungry howie's pizza franchise and maxine monroe his 20 year old girlfriend and the car's registrant that's not even his car <laughs> oh it don't get much lower than this bro right during questioning donovan reportedly told police that he drove to circle k around 10 p.m to grab a post-work drink a drink of that sperm <laughs> a sip of that su- secret sauce <laughs> at the donovan placed himself at the scene of the masturbation he was the scene scene of the crime uh he was arrested and placed in handcuffs it was at this point that monroe asked to speak with donovan who was in the rear of a patrol car during the couple's conversation which was recorded by a dash cam he was very apologetic to maxine uh acknowledging that he was horny and that was masturbating to pornography donovan advised maxine that he didn't think masturbating in his car was illegal then why'd you lie donovan sadly donovan apparently did not further expound on his belief that a honda's interior was some kind of sovereign zone uh charged with exposure of sexual organs and misdemeanor he was booked in the lake county jail he was freed from custody earlier yesterday morning posting ten thousand dollars bond he is scheduled to be arraigned august 13th all right karen guess the race what was his name again uh his name is stephen lee donovan i'm gonna go white all right let's check the chat room see what they believe um oh it's getting kind of slow in here okay let's see uh cream pe- cream pizza pie horny howie's white oh no <laughs> that white sauce on that pizza uh creamy ranch dressing on top white he paid a 10k bond white yeah a lot of tips um car was in his mama's name black skeet skeet motherfucker steven the civic makes me think black uh so we got some black got some white the correct answer is karen went with white and you are correct (laughs) and of course us many of you missed it
I wonder if he lost his job. Uh, yes. Yeah. I would imagine that would be a spermanent suspension. <laughs> All right, let's get to, let's get to the uh bonus round. Double the points and the race. Double the points and the race. That's right, double the points, double the race, and a bonus round against the race. So far, Karen is one and one. But can she get it in the bonus round and finish on a high note? Let's find out together, shall we? gonna get the last one karen i hope so all right a 26 26 year old kenesha covington was charged with vandalism when she dumped a fountain drink and keyed a car belonging to her ex-lover after he refused to have sex with her uh, okay let me tell you the quarantine is i mean the penis shortage is at an all-time high okay it's it's getting it's getting dangerous on these streets out here all right you just never know you want to you don't want to experiment with no new dicks you don't know if they've been quarantining and social distancing but you know that old dick might have been okay they can make you slap somebody won't it uh, uh, uh august 3rd around 9 p.m kenesha covington made a surprise visit oh surprise visit in the pandemic to her previous sexual partner darius little's place of residence oh so he wasn't ready i don't blame darius though because if you show up on impromptu in the coronavirus i don't trust your social distancing we need a plan yes i need you to self-isolate for this dick okay and the argument began to brew in the in the hallway of the apartment complex because little refused to have sex with her covington then proceeded to walk towards his vehicle saying look what i'm gonna do to your car now i will say this man how loud was the argument in the hallway that they know very like that that's how like some neighbors witnessed that mm-hmm you gonna give me this dick now no i'm not okay you you acting real wild right now you gonna give me this dick i'm gonna fuck up your car and they just like oh i hate apartment folks see i hate them uh little explained that he saw her walk around the car sliding her hand across the exterior before throwing a fountain drink onto it as little approached the vehicle he noticed scratches around the entire perimeter of the car the damage was estimated to be a thousand dollars and two thousand between a thousand to two thousand five hundred dollars police later confirmed the damage to his From kia my key, bitch From mm-hmm. my key. the damage to little's 2015 red kia optima believed to be caused by a key yeah uh man kia optima is having quite a quite a time today ain't it old kenesha covington was arrested and charged with vandalism her bond was set at twenty five hundred dollars man between this and that story that woman blowing up the car with the gasoline like i'm telling you the price of the dick is is gone up apparently it is know your value men uh this dick ain't free uh but yeah so karen guess the race black let's check the chat room see what they believe uh i don't see a lot of guesses uh if i if they white i'm donald trump uh day day baby mama black uh black don't piss off kiki if you don't want your car keyed black (laughs) black black and thirsty 
because i'm black and thirsty gotta keep me black and thirsty gotta be uh the drink was a sprite <laughs> oh no <laughs> with no ice i thought they said it was red but you know black black all right it looks like everyone went black on this one and everyone is correct she whipped out the wig too oh she was serious listen okay that's her fuck me wig okay she oh was, yeah that wig ain't going nowhere that wig is super glued on okay come on she got all pent down and shit you can pull on this one this one ain't coming off she thought he was gonna do that little Kawhi leonard video him walking to the car and them sandals and flip-flops yeah and uh nah that is not what happened but it was like no impromptu quarantine fucking and i mean i can't blame him shout out to him a social distancing all-star um he was playing that quarantine song i mean he doing yoga and shit no no Mm -hmm. (laughs) ma'am you got to beat it there's no sex in the quarantine Mm -hmm. no sex in the quarantine Mm -hmm. (laughs) all right let's go to uh the last segment hate to see it oh wait i didn't hit stop um this is the sword police say a 17 year your 17 year old used to threaten to kill several people in luzerne county alani robinson modesti is accused of violently attacking two sisters inside this home on vine street in plymouth tuesday police had to use a stun gun to arrest her police say that teen from plymouth also spat at the ambulance crew and threatened to blow up the police station oh damn he didn't land on plymouth rock actually he did uh that's the one like some shit out of motherfucking star trek right i'm about to say that look like an anime sword right god damn who they about to level up right (laughs) he killed that shit you become a lightning star striking you get you gain a level on the highlanders like i'm serious he was on the black ops team good grief all right y'all that's it this has been a long episode but i felt like you know you guys deserve it because tomorrow it's probably gonna be a shorter episode because it's just gonna be a recap of um of lovecraft country so we'll talk Mm -hmm. to you guys uh tomorrow thanks for listening we appreciate y'all until then i love you i love you too